Do you know what time it is? About 12. It's just after I see a movie, I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Luke. And... Uh, Ralph. Uh, Ralph. Hello. Um, this is episode number 158, motherfuckers. And in this episode, we have obviously three movies. Three of which... Well, two of which I picked myself. And those movies are Bullet Train. The Pew. latest by, uh, I believe, David Leach is his name. Um, from one of the one of the directors of, of John Wick. Anyway, and then we're going to review Netflix's original animated film. Um, came out last month or so, The Sea Beast. We're going to check that movie out. And lastly, another animated of sorts. It is stop motion animated. We're going to review. Is it? Le- yes, it is. I thought Le- it's CGI. Hold on, the Lego Batman movie. Let me just get the title out. Uh, the Lego Batman movie as part of our almost almost done for. Batathon, Bat Marathon, uh, that we're dealing with. Um, it's a long one, but uh, yeah, we watched a shit ton of Batman films, and the Lego Batman movie is the penultimate one. Next time we're gonna do the the latest one that came out with uh, that dude from Twilight, um, Robert Pattinson. That's his name. It took me a minute to remember. Anyway, you can always find this episode and all of our other episodes over at otherpodcast.com, not to mention to, you know, whatever you listen to us on, uh, podcast app-wise. But we're all we're available in all of the major suspects in those in those things. Um, Luke, what are you doing? You know what? I'll stop asking. And um, so, you know what? Speaking of Luke and being a jest, a jester, how you been? He's got himself muted like a dumbass. Yeah, he got himself muted like a. That's the best part. That's what he gets. That's what he gets. Doing idiot, all that uh, idiot cock knocker. <laughs> I am. No, I've been good. I've just been working a lot. Uh, I'm going on a fucking work trip in a couple of days, so I'll be away from home for about a week this time. Nothing crazy. Not even your. Not even your record this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. So is it like uh, by yourself? I mean, like, uh, what I mean is that, are you going to know people? Uh, two people from my job will be going with me. Okay. So, I won't be completely alone. At least I'll know someone else's name. Are you PS5 bringing it or whatever? No, no, no. I'm just going to probably bring, like, the Steam Deck or something. Who's the people going with you? Well, that's... Co-workers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do I know them? Maybe. This is far turning into a conversation you guys should have alone. Right. Um, all right. You, okay. Anything to say about it? Excited or what's going on? Uh, I know, no. I know you have to, but. It, it's the South and it's going to be hot and I have to wear pants. So. Is it the no. deep South? Don't you wear pants at work already? I don't, I don't get that. Uh, if I can, I, I wear shorts. Oh, there's, really a, there's a shorts uh, thing you could do? Shorts? Oh, yes. I didn't know that. I never oh, seen any yes. of you t- uh, people with. Uh, with shorts ever. That's weird. Where are you guys? Are you guys hiding? No. Okay, whatever. Uh, Ralph, what about you? What about me? What have I been doing? <laughs> sure. Uh, watching movies apparently this time around. Fucking hell, you are. Yeah. Almost got yeah. Me, almost got me beat. Uh, no, really not much. Just uh, not working as much. Um, I have been working my normal amount, but my regular schedule, should I say, for the most part. But nothing really over, which has kind of been cool. I had some breaks, 
Um, had my son's uh, big uh, birthday. He's got his own thing going. What's it called? What else now? He's got starting school. He just started school as of today when we're recording this. No homework? Um, no, no homework. No. Good. So, that'll be interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. we have uh, we have that going on for for that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, but besides that, I'm just watching movies. Try to catch up on some movies. I'm far behind, considering it's August, and I'm only at like 40 movies, 40 new movies for the year. Oh, I have not done my count. I don't know where I'm at, but well, I just make a list every time, every January, I, and then I just look at the list. So it's forty new movies for me this year. Hmm. Forty-ish, I think forty-two is right now. But I'm including movies that I haven't seen at all, in general, also. So yeah, it could right. be less uh, for movies of this year, but right. probably not. It's usually only like five or something. Yeah, right. Um, I've been doing this thing lately where I've been. Um, Catching, I'm trying to catch up to um, games that I got. I mean, I have a massive backlog, not as massive as Luke, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's bad. But um, like, I purposely like there was a, a sale. I, I was I have a PS5, so it was a sale on there recently, and I almost got like two games. I'm like, why would I get these two when I What'd have like get? twelve? I didn't get them because I was like, what I, were you I, gonna get? What were you gonna? The new Far Cry. Oh, the latest Far Cry. Far Cry Six, yeah. Uh, yeah, with uh, what's his name? You'll see it everything. Gus. Um, el pollo hermanos. El, los pollos hermanos. Los pollos. I don't know. Um, not el pollo. And then I was gonna get um, oh, whoa. Mm, I forgot. I guess I forgot. Oh yeah, the Wonderland maybe. No, I don't think it was that. It was something else. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I didn't get it. So like um, uh, I so like I'm just gonna at least get to one right Wait, now. Tiny so, Tina's I, Wonderlands. Yeah, that one. Oh, um, yeah, I hear great things. Um, so I ended up, uh, so I was like, I'm gonna play one of the games that I got. And the one of the latest ones I got was Deathloop, and I started finally playing it. Uh, that's from this year, right? Or last Deathloop? year? Deathloop? Yeah. Oh, Deathloop, yes, yes. Uh, was it 2022? <laughs> no, I think it's 2021. Last year. Was it last year? Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the I, I just want to see if it qualifies for uh, Discovery, if I love it, you know? Um, 2021. I don't know how far in the game I am because it's complicated, but have you played this, Luke, by chance? I own it. Does that count? That, Ruff said the same thing. Um, he's like, the same thing. Hold on. No, he installed I, I, it. He installed it. That's I what he it. said. But like, Thank you for th- that it doesn't mean he fucking started playing it, you know? Ruff's still sitting got, on my copy of The Last of Us 2. I got far enough to where I actually did something. Hmm. So it's like a, you know, it has some heavy, speaking of Wonderlands, uh, it has um, some Borderlands feels to it, like in the, in the, I don't want to say, well, kind of like the animation and the comical violence that's, uh, that's like ingrained into Borderlands and the universe of it. So like it has that similar feel to it, but with the sci-fi, I mean, Borderlands is also sci-fi, I guess, future different planet thing. But like, in this one, it's like, it's different in the sense, like, it's like Groundhog Day. Meets Borderlands, I guess that's the best way. Um, pretty more complicated than I thought it would be. Not not in a bad way yet. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun game. And I've been doing that really a lot lately. That's all that's in my head right now. So I was playing that right before recording. So um, that's roughly what we've been. I think do. there's gonna be a or it started. There's actually another big sale on PlayStation like right now. Another one just started. Yeah. Great. Let's take do my shit. No, I'm not gonna do it. Um, do it. I'm still catching up from our trip. Anyway, 
Um, that's what we've been doing. You shut up, Luke. Now, Luke, you have something that's part of our next segment. Recent oh, discoveries. So in our recent discoveries, obviously self-explanatory. Yes. What the fuck did you see? I saw a documentary. You don't say. I saw an... I saw it's not a premiere, nothing like that. It was in quote unquote early screening. They wanted to make sure that we, you know, hmm. it's an early screening because obviously uh, there, there's still some audio things that need to be fixed because it's like a 100%, like no money went into this. It's just volunteer work. So there's still audio they got to clean up and then they're going to submit it to like all the festivals and shit. And I guess you can't premiere the movie before the festival. So it's an early screening. Okay. A documentary. It's called Behind the Bucket, a Garrison Story. Ring a bell? No, no. Explain yourself. Okay. It is a documentary about the 501st uh, Garrison. Pretty much the people that do the Star Wars cosplay stuff and the charity Um, stuff that they're involved with. It's all about that. Yes, I've become friends with some of them. So, you know, I've been to some events that they have done and in the meantime you know they were recording like or shooting footage for this documentary technically it was actually done uh right before covid and they were going to premiere it before covid but then covid happened and it all went to shit but that just gave them extra time ralph turn off your vibrator (laughs) definitely stop yeah definitely not do that um anyway uh, and anyway, so because of COVID, they were able to go back in and just work on the movie uh, a little more, add more animations and things like that. So, hmm. but overall, it's uh, we had this really cool theater rented out for this uh, early screening in the like southern suburbs of Chicago, where the the entire theater was like Star Wars themed, which is perfect for this type of movie. Right, and 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 all the people from like like the head honchos from like the five hundred the five hundred first Garrison were there. And even the people from the charities were there. And man, I'm telling you, there was some really fucking tear jerking footage. And because uh, obviously they go to hospitals, they see all these kids that are like have terminal uh, diseases, and they just brighten up their day. And one of the children that was featured in the documentary uh, recently passed away, and his mom and father were there. And, you know, after the whole Q thing, they had all Q&A, and they were, like, bawling their eyes out, saying, like, we just saw footage of our son that we've never seen before. So it's, like, a good way to memorize him and all that stuff. So, that, that's, uh, yeah, that's definitely hardcore. I mean, oh, yeah, definitely emotionally speaking, of course. Right. And, it, like, there's these moments in this thing where it just it hits you so hard in the feels and takes you back down. And then, you know, they'll just talk about some other stuff that they do. Takes you back up to the feels and takes you back down. Okay. So. Um, how, I mean, does it feel any different watching this, knowing that you know some of these people? It's funny because some of the people I know, actually, I saw in the documentary, That's and they weren't, able, yeah. they weren't able to make it. I was like, yeah, I saw you in there. So now they're trying to go check the next uh, screening or whatever, I think in Wisconsin, sometime in a month or two. All right. All right. So that's uh, what's behind the bucket. A what, is that, what is that reference? Uh, that they have like the, you know, like the Stormtrooper helmets are like buckets that they put on their head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm, okay, thank you. I was so curious. I'm like, is this not documentary about the making of buckets? Like, what is this? No. Uh, all right. Way, way more interesting than I thought. 
Um, that's how you go, right? I think you only have that one. That was it, yeah. yeah. I was going to see something else, but didn't pan out. All right. Raf? Uh, yeah. I uh, saw movies that are not documentaries, so we'll start with those. Um, uh, my first one is called... It should just be called Super Pets, but it's called DC League of Super Pets. Um, this is... I didn't know yeah. the full title. Yeah, I didn't know the full title either. Anyways, uh... Gets the pets, and they are the ones who come in and help out. But really, it's just crypto because there's no other pets that people have. You know, like no other superhero in the DC has a pet that I'm aware of besides Superman, which is crypto. Again, wait, Superman but, legit does have a pet and like lore? Oh, uh, and one of the things, yeah, sure. I didn't know that. New to me. So anyways, they they explain the whole crypto story and stuff like that because it revolves around crypto and. Pets in general, or or not pets, but just like uh, animals in general, getting powers. Thank uh, and then that, that's like the that's like the the, the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a fun watch. It was a fun watch. There was some stuff in the movie that was obviously catered to adults, like some comedy stuff that you're just like, Haha, that's funny. Okay, I like this. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was just it was just okay. Um, I had fun with it overall. I liked it. My son, second time watching it, so he obviously had a lot of fun. They make fun of Batman a lot of this movie, which is funny because I think uh, they have like a Superman Batman rivalry. In what yes, sense? In the sense like that um, Batman is more ignorant than we think he is. He's more dumb than we think he is, or what? yeah, like he's uh, well, he's just so dark. You know, he has to be so uh, all the time, and he can't be anything else hmm. besides that. So, and uh, he can't have feelings. He works alone. I do, you know, like all that stuff. That sounds familiar um, to our review. Yeah, sounds very familiar. Exactly. So that's. DC League of Super Pets. Um, the other movie I saw, it's on Hulu. I think you saw it last week, right, Oscar? Uh, Prey. Um, I didn't include it last week. I said my thing this week. Oh, is it? Okay, cool. I'm uh, sure. mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I didn't know what was new and what was not. Um, so, yeah, I saw Prey. Prey was fun. Um, that's the new, uh, what's it called? Predator movie? Uh, Predatorverse. Predatorverse, yeah, that goes back in. Predatorverse. So, so uh, I thought it was fun. I liked it a lot. It was uh, definitely a good watch. I saw it with a uh, friend of the show, Greg. Um, he was... Uh, yeah, he was came out? Yeah, he came over, yeah, watching it. Uh, I thought, I, thought I, I had a lot of fun. I love the action. Um, that, these guys are so cocky, though. Like, the, that race, that uh, species, you know? They're so, like, uh, full of themselves. I don't know how you felt about that, Oscar. Are you talking about the actual predator, or are you talking about the... Yeah, yeah, the actual predator. Okay. <laughs> Um. Well, I no, I I think uh, I think the this movie is about a bunch of things, but um, one of them is like the nature of prey and predator. I think it goes into that. The whole sure. movie it has this one scene actually where it shows you the circle of life, <laughs> ending. It with really does, yeah. The yeah, predator yeah. killing the last of, that kills the mouse that killed the ant, yeah. right? Um. Uh, I think it's a lot about that and how just as unfair it is to animals that we exist and we get to be smart and, and create tools and traps to kill them and unfair and not, I don't say inhumane, but just like they're unfairly unmatched, you know, um, in general as hunters. And, uh, just like that, the predator has to be the same. Like that's how unfair it is that he's going to use everything in his arsenal to kill you. Always be invisible. Yeah. Um, use the net or whatever, you know, use the shield, um, have this awesome bone thing, like sh- face plate thing. Um, I found this movie to be really cool, extremely I, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did take the the mask. I think this was a really cool mask. 
Yeah. Or a faceplate or whatever. And uh, for a modern film, they also did a really good job of um, – and this is hard to do, by the way. I think, that they, I think they did a good job making it look like his tech – the predator's tech, let's say, or his abilities of uh, well, the, the the fighting ability is always there. Like he's just he's just crazy about killing and trophies. The guy's got like a twelve pack. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely trophy hunting like all the rest of them are. But like, he I know I modeled is, for it. He isn't as high tech as Predator One, right? In the eighties, and or Predator Two, right? Where they they like they subtly decrease. Yeah, some of his but, abilities. But really, it doesn't pre-Predator. It doesn't feel unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like you can see the. You can see the progression, the, right? Of what, you see the progression yeah. for sure. Yeah. You see the you do see the degression, but it's very similar. The tech is like still similar. It's just not right. It's not as honed in, not as yeah, yeah. It's, right. It's very right. much so, just like uh, Iron Man suits. A lot of nods right. and Easter eggs to the first two Predators, maybe the rest two, but I won't. Yeah, I will say much, so. whoever is in charge. I guess Twenty Century Fox is what it looks like. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I think Dan Trachtenberg, Trachtenberg yeah. was the one who did this. The one. guy who did Twenty Color Filling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they uh, they're obviously like I feel like they're taking care of it. Uh, the Predator first. Yeah, no, this is the I think it's the best movie of the series. Uh, yeah, actually, I would say. Well, I'm particular to two, but only because it's so crazy. I'm particular to two because we grew up in that age where like oh, that, was, that was our jam. We saw a part two yeah. a thousand times. And I don't think I've seen any of them. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, yeah, there's the thing about humans in this that uh, is just. Chef's kiss um, that I love a lot. Yeah, and and the whole time they're showing you also the life of Comanche living a little bit. Yeah, like, which is cool. And I love what they did with the language as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the whole thing about like uh, they just speak in English, and then when, sometimes when they say sayings or something, yeah. they'll go back to speaking in Comanche, and that's cool because it's just like well, we're understanding. Them, yeah, when they say a prayer or something, they'll do. They'll, they'll do. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. just like, and, it, and it's cool because it's just it doesn't really take you out from it. And you're nah. just expected to know that they're speaking Comanche at all times. Pretty cool fight scene, though. Is, Man, that brother. Pretty cool. uh, yeah, I heard the guy worked at like Walmart or something, right? Yeah, they're all nobodies except for yeah, uh, I, the main girl. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, that I was mean, not, not, not nobodies. I just think. Lo- I know what you meant. No, 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 no. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, for sure. I had a lot. I had a fun ride with the movie. For sure. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, for a lot, I al- almost makes me want to watch all the Predator movies. That's what I started doing, actually. I, I'm at, oh, I just you? saw part one and two yesterday. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. And I'm in the middle of Predators. And I'm going oh. to skip AVP, though. Don't You're going to skip AVP? A- AVP one and two? Yeah, I'm not. <gasps> two's so good. No, it's, no, it's not. No, it's That's not. Requiem? Oh. Requ- I can't believe you remember that. Anyway. I can't believe there's this many <laughs> Predator movies. What the fuck? Yeah, there's yeah, one, two, Predator. I, like, I thought it was one, two, and like AVP or something. No, AVP uh-huh. one and two. And then there's The Predator. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, and then that's that's cut up. So that's just the sixth one, right? One, two, yeah. three, four. Five, well, six, there's Predators, isn't there? Seven, seven movies. Is seven. there a Predators? Uh, there's also yeah. To Catch a Predator. No, that's not the same. Different one. That is not. The same. Uh, well, that being said, uh, moving on from Prey, uh, yeah. bringing in Oscar here. Sorry, if I had known, I would have adjusted the list to be the last two. Um, Sounds good. Anyways, uh, my next movie, I, I know for sure this was last week on your end. Uh, which is uh, Netflix's The Gray Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it. It's the uh, the Russo brothers with mm-hmm. uh, the Goslings and the Chris Evans. Um, I had a fun with this movie as well. Uh, Chris Evans as an asshole, awesome. Crevins. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crevins, yes. He him as an asshole, I love it. It's uh, fantastic. It reminded me a little bit of um, uh, what's his name from the Man from Uncle, um, Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of him, 
Also, like, for Mission Impossible, just like that that bad guy kind of asshole, um, which is cool. I always like Gosling, especially when he's minimal talking, but very sarcastic and very... Uh, it's obviously, like, the, the people writing it, um, which is the Russo brothers, along with uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Um, I thought it was... Uh, that was a very whimsical, um, for what's for especially for what's going on, and uh, Billy Bob Thornton also amazing. Uh, I had a lot of fun with the movie overall. Just watching it though, it was a cool action movie. Some stuff was just like, uh, okay, I, I saw it coming. It was very much that. And uh, as I was talking to, I think you about it or some, I don't know if I was talking to somebody at work. It does feel like uh, this movie was pitched before a long time ago, um, and it's just like now it's being pitched to Netflix. And Netflix was like, do it. Yeah, you want to be the most expensive movie we made to date? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's um, the Gray Man. I do recommend to watch it. It's easy watch for sure. Easy watch if you like uh, Die Hard movies and those type of movies from the nineties actions. Die Hard movies. <laughs> yeah, Die Hard. Well, not all of them because it's the first three. All right. Anything after that is just. You know. Well, I like Live Here Die Hard. Um, that's not right. bad. Yeah. Um, sticking to uh, spending a lot of money. This is. Uh, the triple R, RRR. Yeah. Um, I saw with my wife. It took me two and a half showings to watch this. Sittings? Sittings, yeah. Um, it is a three-hour epic. Um, it was uh, everything you said, Oscar. Uh, I will say right away. It was every- everything you said. Um, <laughs> out there. What I love the, the introductions to the R's, too. Like I didn't know yeah. there was going to be that, first of all. And I was just like, this yeah. is ridiculous. My wife was like, with that, that first star, with their... Uh, when he just goes to get that guy arrested. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's looking at me like, "What are we watching? This is yeah. this is ridiculous." Crazy fucking movie. Like, can yeah. we not not ever not watch this movie? And I was just like, "Yeah, we're gonna watch it." But then it was like Leo's got to go to sleep, and it was just a bunch of things, so we stopped it there. We saw it later, and then I had a positive between another time because again, Leo had to go to sleep, but then we finished the movie, so that's the half part uh, came in. I feel like I need to watch this movie. You do. It's an epic, and uh, man, it's. I feel like uh, the whole time the movie is telling me that they're 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 brothers from the same mother, but they don't know, and uh, and a bunch of things like that. And the amount like, of bro love going on here. It's amazing. Without saying anything about bro and loving and stuff. Yeah, like without that. ever saying guy. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, have to. it's fantastic. That bridge scene alone is just like. Yep. Hey, bro, bro, bro. I mean. If it was an American movie, they would have said bro like 300 times. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. It was fantastic. This is, this is for sure like a... If you've never seen it, those type of, these type of movies, um, like uh, they're your Bahubalis and your... Uh, like this one, RRR. Um, you'll enjoy the fuck out of it. I do love how they still have some of those CG scenes that are video games. That are video game CG. Like Clash of Clans video game kind of thing. Like they're uh, they're like built they're like it's a building simulator like uh, they're all building uh, oh we're oh, gonna okay. show you the outworld of this map and you're like oh that's that's, that's just a video game you're like yes it is moving forward and you're like okay um, so yeah that's RRR you should totally watch it I don't know why it's called Rise Roar Revolt um, wait Rise Roar 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 Revolt okay yeah that's Revolt interesting. Hmm. Uh, you should uh, you should totally watch it with a female, and she'll wet her pants. Anyways, um, yeah, that's cool. yeah. I do have a girlfriend now. Yes, I forgot to mention that. 
Right. We already oh. knew that you had Wait, one. Wait, did we not mention it before? I thought we uh, No, no. On the show? Uh, he made it official. Nine days ago. I'm gonna met. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, but we mentioned her. That's not the. Whoa. That's not what I said. Yeah, mentioned. I think about. Okay, it. then. Yeah, doing He's the trip. Doing the trip analysis. Uh, During the trip post game, whatever. Yes, it's official it. now. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, watch it with her. There you go. Yeah, you, you'll feel really inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> you really. Will. I already do. You really will. Also, uh, that guy's shoulders to carry the guy. Dude. Unreal. Unreal. Anyways. They could kill Optimus Prime. Like, they really could. Let's move mm-hmm. to that. Move to the last movie that I saw because I did see a lot of movies. Um, and I know, Oscar, you saw this one, so we'll talk yes. about it together. It's uh, actually because we saw it together. It's Day Shift. Yeah, it was Day um, Shift on a fucking whim. It was uh, 100% a whim. It was, uh, I had just finished watching The Sea Beast with my son in the backyard of the projector. And you came out and uh, randomly out of nowhere. And I, and I was like, oh, we better well just watch something. And he's like, perfect, let's watch this movie. I was like, okay, sure. And uh, Day Shift is a movie starring Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco. Uh, who else? Oh, Steve Howie, or Howie. Uh, Being It Good, Natasha Lou Berdizzo. Uh Snoop Dogg, my boy. And, uh, or what's his name in the movie? Big John. Yeah, Big John. Yeah, Big John. Um, it's how I think. So it's a it's weird because I didn't know what we were getting into, and it's a vampire hunting movie because that's the beginning of the movie. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. This this seems like it could be really interesting. You're right. like, okay, and then it turns into like a buddy cop vampire hunting movie, and I'm just like, what is going on? And is that uh, bad? We, we we went through other iterations of what this movie is going to be about, and then before we landed <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy, buddy, uh, buddy cop. But it wasn't bad. I, I, we had fun. I thought I had fun with it. It was fun overall. Um, I think Jamie Foxx sells some stuff in the movie. Uh, I think Dave Franco is doing a lot of the comedy here. Um, in my in my personal is that, is that what you're calling it? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, some type of comedy. Did you not like the comedy, Oscar? Well, you know, there's only so many times a person can pee his pants when it stops being funny. <laughs> I mean. Everybody pees their pants. It's the cool thing to do. Right. It's, uh, well, it's not the funny thing to do. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Uh, no, it, 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 no it, it worked only because we were there. You know, like, if I was watching it alone, I wouldn't laugh maybe once. Maybe. Who can say? Um, and no, but that's not to say it wasn't funny. Like it's like a, it's a, it's a background movie that we paid attention to. Um, mm. Yeah. No, I had actually, good, good fun for good fun action. I would say the action was kind of like speed, like speeded. Uh, what do you call it? Like um, Day of the Dead type. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. right. As um, uh, feel I felt like a Snyder movie a little bit, except that not as um, uh, what do you call it? As uh, no slow motion of any action. It was just all yeah. pretty fast. Um, in and, a I, way. and I always like these movies because it always has that random actor that's in it, and uh, you're like, oh, I know him. He's always plays this type of role. Oh, uh, yeah. like Peter's uh, Stormer. Stormer, you know? yeah, yeah. And like you're like, oh, of course, of course, he would be a, you know, a uh, oh yeah, um, no, a uh, what do you call it, a pawn shop owner, a pawn yeah. shop, yeah. And you're like, of course, he would be. And you know, there's little things like that that you're just like, you go through. The movie. I love, I love seeing people reprise those roles. Say, sucks to say that they also like typecasted in those roles, but no, nonetheless. I mean, to me, it looks like they're just getting a paycheck. So go get it. That's what I see. Yeah, go get, get paid. Go get your money. Um, all right, cool. So yeah, yeah, it was a it was a fun movie. I will never watch it again. It, 
It was a thousand percent a background movie that we totally paid attention to. Mm-hmm. What I did like about the movie is that uh, we're and I, and I always say this um, uh, is when we're just in your world, you don't have to explain to us the rules. Where are there anything? It's just as as it progresses, we're learning. Um, and the movie does uh, an okay job about it. Yeah, yeah, they fuck up sometimes. They do good all the time. It felt, it felt a little John Wickian because a lot of things they don't explain. Not that they yep. have to. It wasn't part of the plot or anything. But like, there's a union. Um, yeah, that's for like vampire hunters. And I, um, I know it bothered you. We, so I was like, who is funding you, this? Right, you were so bo- you were bothered. Union by fees. <laughs> no, not enough. Union man. dues. Come on, aren't you unionized yet, Oscar? Well, they, the, it, well the thing is that they buy at, at the premium. Uh, the you know through them. You can sell the vampire teeth that you hunt. Where is the money? Like, wh- where is it going? I don't know. Yeah. Where, like, where it starts. Yeah, for sure. I guess you know. Uh, it was fun yeah. though. It was fun. It was. Just, it was fun. It was just like, like what John Wickian thing is happening? Um. All right. And uh, what else you got? I think you got one more. No, that's it. Oh, that was the last one. My bad. Yeah, uh, I closed with day shift because I thought that we were oh, okay. fixed in with day shift. Gotcha. So yeah, those are the movies I've been watching. All right. Finally, I'm done talking. Yeah, uh, and Day like Shift and Prey were going to be my two choices for next movie, for the next show. Mm-hmm. The word is were. Were. That's fine. We'll watch new movies. No big deal. Uh, all right. So, uh, actually, I had those two movies on my thing, so we'll skip those. Um, I saw Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, uh, currently on Hobo. Um, Professor Albus Dumbledore must assign Newt Scamander and his fellow partners as Grindelwald begins to lead an army to eliminate all muggles or mugles. Um, How yeah. dare you say that? This is the part three, and I don't know if it's just a trilogy. I think they leave some stuff, or maybe there's another one, um, but who knows. Uh, that J.K. Rowling uh, wrote and co-wrote the screenplay, not just like you know created the characters. So she's a part of the filmmaking process in this one just like the last two, and also just like the last three or four of the actual Harry Potter franchise films, these three were all directed by David Yates. This guy just like, give me give me that Potter money forever. He's been working on <laughs> Harry Potter for like 15 years or more. Pays the bills, bro. Pays the you know, bills. Like that, it pays more, I'll tell you that. But like, he's been doing the last 30 <laughs> fucking Harry Potter movies. I, for some reason, I just see him walking into somewhere and be like, mm-hmm. I got that Potter Let's go. Around for everyone. Right. Uh, Right. And uh, this film um, stars many people, like a lot of people, man. Uh, Eddie Redmayne, Jude Law, Ezra Miller. Uh, This, uh, yeah, no, I'll mention one. They replaced because they had initially uh, casted and and Johnny Depp to play um, uh, Grindelwald, right? The the last villain, the last you know, great villain that um, threatened the wizarding world before Voldemort came on to play. Um, In the last two movies, like I think he was uh, shown at the end of the first one. And in part two, he was more prominent. And in part three, though, um, maybe because of reasons that are are whatever they are, thank God, they changed them to Mads Mikkelsen. It plays. Did did you like the change? I did like the change because Mads Mikkelsen always makes everything he's in better. Right. I agree. Um, he's also a great villain just by looking at you. What? I prefer. You prefer Johnny uh, Depp? Yes. Johnny Depp was barely in it. Barely in it. And he's not good. He wasn't good, I don't think. Uh, a lot of makeup. Heard. A lot of makeup. Fucking shit up. No, if anything, it's way better. You're in the minority. Nine. You're in the minority, but that's okay. Um, 
the minority. And it was a fun. It was a fun addition. I would say that this movie, just like the last two, and part of the trilogy, they don't really tie together very well. They don't quite do everything they set out to do really well. I think all the emotional beats, or some of the emotional beats they go for, don't work. Um, and the movies, uh, especially two, I think especially one and two, um, felt like a little too convoluted for its own good and the plot stuff. But part three was a little cleaner, I would say. The action was about the same level of fun magic nonsense that I couldn't understand because it's magic. Um, some of it I couldn't understand. I mean, like, uh, I'm not going to explain it exactly. But like, anyway, it took me like a movie and a half to realize what the fuck Ezra Miller was. Like, what is he? I don't understand. Why do we care so much about him? Oh, um, yeah. But whatever, they explain in part three, whatever. Um, they do. So yeah, I, I kind of wanted more as a, at the same time I wanted less. So it's kind of hard to explain this movie. Uh, it wasn't like a home run, but it wasn't a failure either. So no, I, I, I had a similar feeling about the movie, what you, what you just said exactly. Yeah. You wanted more of some stuff, but you did want the movie overall to be shorter. <laughs> shorter, yeah, that would be yeah. great. Can it be shorter? Uh, anyway, that's, that's my rough estimate. Give like, me the same exact information you gave me, but shorter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I have one the more here. Notes. Right. I have one more here. I mentioned, uh, not the last time, but I think the last two shows ago, two shows ago, they're about, um, well, lately, every every recent discovery, I've been watching Batman animated films that I've never seen um, as part of our marathon, catching up on my own, having my own side Batman, Batman marathon. And I mentioned um, one of the recent discovery shows where I, I talked about two uh, Japanese-made Batman films. I guess they got permission to, for other animators, got permission to make a few films. I missed one because uh, there's one here that I saw that from my very quick glance, it looks like it was um, made there. And uh, it's called Batman Soul of the Dragon. Have you guys Never seen it? it? No? Heard of it? No? Um, maybe the description. In the 1970s, a missing teacher of martial arts is the subject of a quest by his devoted and brilliant but distant students who include Batman. So, um, to call this a Batman film isn't super accurate. Uh, by the way, written by Jeremy Adams and a bunch of people, directed by Sam Liu. Um, I'm not sure where it's from. I mean, it could it be... I, I know it's... Uh, I'm trying to think. I know it's not wasn't animated here, but anyway, um, this is a a movie that looks like as if it was made during Bruce Lee era. Um, the action stuff, almost everything is strictly martial arts. This is a martial arts action Batman movie where huh. not only is he not the main character, don't get me wrong, he is very prominent. He's one of the four students, but like. Not only is he not the main actor or the main character, but he is part of an ensemble, and he is the fourth best fighter in that ensemble. I feel like that's all I need to say for you guys to watch it, because it is interesting. It is fun. Um, it is obviously world-ending thing that they're stopping, part of this opening gate of demons, some yeah. parent, something demony happening, and all that. I mean, all that was fine and cool and. Uh, talks about ego a lot, and they do this heavy flashback about you know Batman's time training with these other people, and like the betrayals that go on there, and the uh, the secret behind the sensei that's teaching him, and what he's doing in Gotham City versus all the other students, what they're doing with their let's say powers of 
abilities and fighting skills and determination and discipline and all that. Like it does all that and it just makes Batman as one of those people, one of those students, like the student of discipline and determination and uh, how to be a martial arts expert and handle any conflict and be brave and all. Like it just does that. that just adds it to, to a character we know. So it is a different kind of fl- uh, flavor of Batman that i never seen before. And with that alone, I think it's uh, pretty good to, re- to recommend. So I had fun with it. I had more fun than I expected. It really threw me back to a lot of Bruce Lee stuff and a lot of other kung fu films of the 70s, especially. Is the setting still Gotham City? Yeah, yeah, it's Gotham City. Well, the beginning anyway, uh, before they change it. Uh, they do travel a little bit here. Okay, uh, all right. But yeah, it's Gotham City, but in the 70s. And the tech obviously matches that. So he has, he has like, his cameras are, like, bulky and huge. You can see the camera. Okay. So they don't have, see, like... it's different enough for me to watch, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, I can't see how you wouldn't. You say you watch this on HBO? Yeah, it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It must be asking me you were because I have never heard of it. Yeah, well, yeah, I saw it there, and I knew nothing going in. I just saw that the, even the the poster for it, you know, the icon, whatever, on the on the on the streaming side, they uh, it looks like a, an old Bruce Lee comic post, uh, movie poster. It's great. I love it. Uh, check it out, guys. It's Batman Soul of the Dragon. That is what we've been watching. Those are our recent right. discoveries. So we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our first film of the evening, which of course is Bullet Train. We're going to travel there fast to this review starting right now. Five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train. You don't have to say fast-moving. It's already bullet train. Find out. Sorry, let me read that again. It's worth it. It's worth (laughs) it. Because I didn't know what this fucking synopsis was going to say. Okay. Five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. This is Bullet Train from 2022. Uh, Big-ass fucking movie with a big-ass fucking cast. Directed by David Leach. The stars Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, who is in everything right now, um, Andrew Koji, Hiroyuki Sanada, Michael Shannon, oh, well, people, I don't know if I want to ruin those right now. Um, Sorry, I didn't realize what it was. Uh, Logan Lerman, (laughs) Masioka, uh, Zazie Beats is in this movie too, which I don't think is a spoiler. Um, a bunch of people, and including some cameos, which I almost fucking spoiled. But honestly, do not go on IMDb for this movie if you haven't seen it, and if you are excited to watch it. Uh, if you're not, then I don't give a shit. All right, so Bullet Train, folks. Uh, I think this time we're going to start with Luke. Luke, what are your impressions? You mean this time as the first movie that we're going into? This time I'm no. This time when I do the show, I'm going to start with you as the first one okay. to talk about the first. One. Okay. <clears throat> so I think I saw this after, right after we did the last recording. So it was like almost two weeks ago now, hmm. and I thoroughly I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Uh-huh. It was so much fun. It I wasn't sure what it was going to be about. You know, I was like, okay, it's maybe just a, you know, whatever popcorn flick type of movie. Probably it's that it. and so much more. It's so good. It's so fun. Oh man! It keeps bringing all these all these crazy elements. You're like, and it just keeps upping each other every single fucking time until the finale. It builds wonderfully. I'm thoroughly enjoy. I thoroughly enjoy this movie, and I highly recommend it to everybody. Why? This is the perfect summer flick. Would you come? Wait. Oh, not over Top Gun, is it? I mean, I might see this over Top Gun. Not gonna lie. Okay, hey, those are those are big ass words. 
Yeah, I did not expect that from you, Luke. All right. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Always prefer a movie to be enjoyed. Okay. Ralph, what do you think? What were your Top Gun number one, baby. Let's go. No, uh, Top Gun. Oh, okay. They were talking about Top Gun. Um, Bullet Train. Yeah. Uh, I had a good ride. I thought it was I thought it was a, uh, what's it called? A fun trip. Sure. A long ride. Yeah. A, a long ride. No, I thought it was a uh, speedy. It was a fun, conclusion. exciting, good summer movie, especially it's end of summer. Um, what's it called? A uh, movie. I do like the cameos a lot. Um, I love the uh, the dialogue in the movie. I think Brad Pitt uh, does a good job just playing very uh, aloof slash. Um, Oh, what's it called? Aloof, uh, witty. Yeah, uh, woke. Not woke, but like, yes, uh, you know. He is a way Learning about movie. himself yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, enlightened in a weird way, I guess. Uh, there's some good There's some good stuff there. Uh, the chemistry works a lot. I like the chemistry amongst the, amongst the characters. So that's what actually probably makes the movie overall. And I, again, the cameos do help out. Um, with some of the cameos, it works. It makes the movie... Fun, like uh, Luke was saying, keeps it fresh. Uh, yeah, I did have overall. I did have a lot of fun watching the movie. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's a summer movie, but it's for sure. Oh no, I may. I mean, not too. Whatever. Um, I mean, I for, yeah. It does, I, for me, it does feel like a summer film for sure. Yep. Not that uh, whatever. When yeah, it's a blockbuster movie, I, I think it goes within the lines of that. Um, first of all, I kind of love train movies. They're always fun. Even the really bad ones, like uh, Murder on the Orient Express, wasn't that good? Um, I had fun with that. Uh, Oscar likes trains. I like trains. No, I, I like especially like action or Burning murder them, mystery or thrillers set in trains, like horror movies also. You think of Mugen Train, Roth. You think of it's oh, yeah. a lot of fun with trains. Um, you can find space, but you're moving. Your destinations, uh-huh. you can't get out. You get out at high speed. You always high. have fun with trains. Bring your friends. I'm telling you, you always have fun with trains. Clearly, I want to be on a train recent, soon. You want to be part of a train, I agree. Be part of it, yes, too. Um, anyway, so bullet trains especially, pretty rare. I mean, uh, what, does that mention impossible scene? Was that a bullet train? I think so. I think it was. Anyway, there's a, there's a few. The one with scenes. the doves? But definitely not, no. It's not the one with the doves. And, um, you know, anyway. So with that said, I overall agree with you guys about Brad Pitt. I think he was aloof in a, in a positive way. I think um, he's done this shtick before. I feel like Mr. and Mrs. Smith was very similar. Um, as yeah, far as what he's you doing. What? That's, that's true. Never yeah. saw it. What's wrong with you? Sorry. It didn't uh, seem like a good movie. It's a good movie, a but movie. like you already saw his shtick. So it's going <sighs> to be redundant for you now. Um, anyway, I feel like it's, uh, it's some of that, uh, obviously different plot entirely, but also similar, like on contract and the contract is to kill him in the reverse contract. Like a lot of that going on here. You don't know what's going on. Uh, the movie's mystery is always played with a lighter touch. Like it's having fun along the way. It has so many characters. It makes you kind of have a favorite or favorites, which I do for me are the twins, by the way. Um, and and I would say that the only real thing is that I didn't always it didn't always appeal. Oh, that's not right. Uh, it didn't always entertain me the way I the way it was doing with other scenes. It's like some of those um, long winded you know conversation back and forth or monologues in the movie from anyone doesn't matter who. Um, some of them felt um, 
like they landed flat for me many times. Um, but like overall, though, I would say half of them at least worked for me. And there was a lot of fun along the way. Like um, you think of the bottle of water, you think of all these other things that they seed along the way. Um, you kind of kind of get a layout and a feel for what cart is what in the movie as they progress. Like, you know, the next cart over at some point because you've seen them walk through it back and forth many times. Uh, so you had to get a feel of the of the of the train itself. Um yeah, I had fun. The only thing that sucks is though, um, even though this movie takes place, uh, what is it, from Tokyo to where? I think it's from Tokyo. I'm not even saying. I know they go in. Uh, to... Os- no, it's not Osaka. Kyoto. Kyoto. Uh, I believe it's. I Kyoto. think it goes from Tokyo to Kyoto, and like I don't know how many hours, but um, you know, for uh, for a movie that's set here and kind of glamorizes uh, Japan in some ways, you know, with the with with everything, um, very few Japanese. <laughs> actors in this movie surprisingly um which is kind of a bummer i feel because i think could have been just as good um anyway uh so I, some things i don't didn't love about it i didn't like certainly love this movie but i had fun watching it and i totally called the ending but it's also pretty obvious um didn't expect any of those cameos didn't expect where like how intricate some of the fun stuff was going to be and we'll get into that in spoilers shortly but like yeah i had fun uh, specifically the action guys. This guy, uh, this Leech guy, director, he is known for, he used to be a, um, like a second cameraman, stunt coordinator, cinematographer type guy. Like he shoots action stuff for big directors. That's how he started. Uh, or oh, that was like okay. his stuff before John Wick. And then he did John Wick. <laughs> then he did Atomic Blonde, or I think he co-directed Atomic Blonde. So like now he's just doing whatever Did he you wants. see his cameo in the movie? No, I did not. David Leach has a cameo. Remember how they're counting how many people they killed in Bolivia? Oh, he was one Is of those. Seventeenth. He's the seventeenth guy. Oh, the guy that goes to the car. Yeah, right. That and was his cameo. And he forgot. He forgets. Like, oh, it was sixteen. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, I just love how this guy like made his uh, is now in a career where like he can make whatever action movies he wants because he's an action guy who grew up, you know, or started his career in directing action. So. Um, I would say the attention to the fun action of this movie is definitely like the best part of the movie for me. Um, yeah, and I had fun with it for sure. Um, even though I wish uh, some of the stuff was a little clearer or not as convoluted maybe, or some of the stuff was a little more punchier as far as the dialogue, um, I had fun. So um, what do you guys want to like delve into first? Like, Do you guys have a favorite character or plot line, if you can even say that? Uh, what I liked actually, I, because I was curious as to what are they going to do with this movie that's going to make it interesting or not, or fresh and not just be on this train the whole time, it was the introduction to the characters. Um, I love the introduction to the characters. Everyone had their own little quick thing. Uh, everybody you meet, all these uh, assassins that you meet all have an introduction. That's That was really cool. Um, it was. It kept it. It kept it fresh to where we were no worry on this train, but we get to see more of the outside world, of course. Oh, okay. So you wanted to be out of the train more? Uh, well, I was curious as to what they're going to do on the train because I, f- I figured they'd have to switch between them. But I've also seen a lot of the. I hate to say it because this movie was heavily advertised in the movie theater. Every time I would go see a movie, I think this, tra- this trailer came up for like the last couple months. Um, so, like, I've seen this trailer so many times, you couldn't even escape it. So, I was just curious as to what they were going to do, mm-hmm. for the fact that I've seen so much of it that I was just like, well, 
I know some stuff is going to happen. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I actually loved the best part of it was when they dropped in all the side stuff about each character, their little side movie or like how you got to know them. That was one thing I didn't expect. And I love that kind of, they did that with pretty much every single character. So you knew it, it built them up in a way. No, not in a way. It definitely did. Um, I would say some more than others. And obviously there are varying degrees of length of time they spend on it. I think the, the, the twins and particularly the, uh, the Thomas, the, the tank engine yeah, monologue. You're, you're a diesel. The, no, I mean, it ended up working out in a really awesome way, actually. But I felt like that scene was too long for me. Like, I was like, oh, my God, just say the thing. Like, I know what you mean. I felt like an affectation, like the movie is trying to be clever with the writing or trying to be yeah. unique with the writing in some way. And it felt kind of writerly. It kind of felt like, all right, yeah, I know what you're doing here. He's a, he's a, he's a quippy, uh, you know, charismatic hitman. I get it. This train is literally full of them now. Um, right. And this is his way he he distinguishes himself from the other hitman i get it but like you know again it did end up working for me but like in that in that scene like oh, a little too long um even they're even they're back and forth sometimes with the twins here um like they're bickering uh some of them really worked for me which is what made them like like my favorite my favorite people but like um some of them didn't you know so like i kind of felt forced this fighting thing going on um what do you think of the the little girl and the and the thing and her little? Obviously, don't ruin the plot for her because her most of her stuff comes in later as revealed. But like, what do you think of her shit? Wait, the prince? The prince? Yes. Huh, funny because she wasn't the princess. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she wasn't the princess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sort of got. Are we actually going to review the prince? No, it doesn't matter. I'm just pulling that right now. Yeah. What about her? Anything? Because I felt like hers needed more maturing as a plot. Yeah, honestly, I thought she was kind of like the weakest one. Mm-hmm. And therefore, like, my least favorite, I think. But, I mean, I, I think she was just kind of like, okay, she's I mean, going to be like... solid way to do it is, like, just pretend you're an innocent, you know, unarmed right. girl, right? Yeah. But she was just, like, the plot device to get, for, I guess, for, like, you know... Yeah, I mean, everyone is a plot device... Eh, more so her than almost to the point where they all have badges that describe their plot device. Like that's how, kind of like, you know, it's, it's very scripty. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of that. Um, I overall, you know, like I, I was fine with uh, Brad Pitt's aloofness. Like I said, it does feel like a retread for him. Um, I find some of his stick annoying a little bit sometimes. I'm complaining about shit about his bad luck or how that bad luck works for him or doesn't work for him. Um, I felt like some of those things were too whiny. And sometimes, you know, the movie would depart from him for a while and then come back, right? And sometimes I didn't want to come back to him, and sometimes I did. So, like, it was like a weird mix there. I feel like a lot of mixes like that happened for me. But uh, should we get into spoilers now, or do you guys want to keep going on a bit? No. I say spoilers because I think we kind of want to talk about other things. Yeah, especially those the fun stuff and the cameos and shit. We want to mention that. Yeah, explaining stuff. All right, so uh, I almost like cameos for Bullet Train. Um, Spoilers for Bullet Train starting right now. You're a diesel. I am not, but I. Lemon were actually brothers. It's crazy. Right. Uh, I would say that out of the three of us, I think Luke is clearly the diesel, right? Yeah. What does? How? (laughs) I mean, um, 
that was like that one of the best reveals for me. That was really cool. Um, the brothers had my favorite arc because they each got to have their goodbyes to each other, not knowing that one was dead and one was alive. Right? <laughs> yeah. They had very that. Romeo and Juliet. It is very Romeo and Juliet, but brotherly, you know. Yeah. And bro, bro edition. Bromeo. Bromeo and, and Juliet. Ju- wow, that's pretty bad. Bromeo and Juliet. Now that works. Um, Bromeo and Romeo? Uh, okay, I, I said the first one worked already. It's it's fine. It's working. Um, I love that a lot. Bromance? I love, I love his... Sti- Shut up. I love his sticker thing. Uh, yes. the, <laughs> I mean, it's... Chronography? Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Him, like, carrying that around. Like, I didn't like that. He just fucking had a book of... Like, what? how old is he? But whatever. Uh, once you, you used to have like it, a notepad you took to the theater, Oscar. That that hardly means that I'm carrying stickers around to put on people. Unbeknown, everyone's got their thing. No, okay, it's not that at all. And this is no, shut up. Um, and fine, you defend it. It's fine, but it's ridiculous. There's no, there's no world where that's not ridiculous. Um, anyway, but once I got over it, and it turned out to be like a really cool way to have a. Uh, you know, uh, Tangerine, like, figure it out, and obviously us figured it out, and, well, not we always knew, but, and then Brad Pitt, and how that turned out to be, <laughs> it was great. And ultimately, this movie seems to be about what? What do you guys think this movie's trying to say? I think there is something, maybe. Don't pick up shifts. <laughs> okay, that's one. Don't pick up shifts. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Stick to your own schedule, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, the elder is the one that explains a lot of stuff, especially to Ladybug, mm-hmm. which is Brad Pitt's character. Um, which is more like uh, you don't necessarily have to look at the world giving you bad luck or whatever. It's more like just you know, like the signs or whatever, especially specifically towards Brad Pitt, because the movie does revolve around Brad Pitt or Ladybug in the movie. Um, and I... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess that's, I guess that would be my take. Uh, because uh, mine's even simpler. I think uh, I think the movie's trying to say just don't be an asshole. Yeah, because uh, every person that turned out to be nefarious, scheming, uh, you know, sneaky, lying, manipulative, killing, or like angry all the time, uh, all of those people got killed. And right, even though some, let's say, not I'm not saying innocent, nobody's innocent here. But good like, intentions, right, right, right. even the, about the even some of the ones that had good intentions still died because of the manipulation, lying, sneaky, whatever, lying people there. Yeah, uh, and that was the point. Even up to the end, when uh, Lemon runs over, <laughs> runs over the prince with the tangerine car truck, which is obviously levels of very meta hilarity. Yeah, and meta. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was great. I didn't expect that as the end credits. Um, I expected her to die, though, like suddenly too, because um, by then I was already like I like I knew what the movie was doing. So, but I didn't expect to, to have that kind of reveal for it. Um, was there anything after the credits? I didn't stay all the way. Did anyone stay? Uh, I'm just curious. I didn't stay all the way. No. I think I yeah. looked it up, and I don't think there was anything after the credits. Okay, because uh, there was you know that one part, and then okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, but uh, man, Brian Terry Henry, uh, I don't know where he's from originally. I wouldn't be surprised if he is. I don't know anything about English act, uh, accents, but like, it felt like it felt like he pulled it off, um, not knowing anything myself, like I said. But uh, is he from there? 
because I know a lot of actors that I think are American are really not. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I just like, I've been rewatching Atlanta and like, obviously complete different fucking character. Um, and I'm just kind of blown away right now, but his uh, by his per- little performances shifts. Um, that yeah. I'm having fun with that right now. Uh, but Brian Terry Henry is in everything right now. Um, I really liked him. I really liked him a lot. I love the reversal. I love the, the water thing it was going through, the, the bottle that he, that was great. Everything kind of comes back in ways you don't even see coming. And there's yeah. so much stuff that you forget some of them until they come yeah. back, right? The water bottle was fun, though. Like yeah, the, the whole story the of the, story. the story of the water bottle. <laughs> right. Yes, that was great. That was my favorite, my favorite bit, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what I like about the movie is that they did a great job of making it seem like Brad Pitt was a part of everything. Because he was, right? Um, and all the and all the backstories that we but get he, yeah. for all the assassins. Like, you know, for example, and I've obviously, so it's like when he meets uh, Levin and Tangerine, you know, it's during that, so during that massacre or after the massacre or whatever the case is, right? Uh, when he meets uh, the wolf, he meets the wolf at the wedding, you know? And as he he's beats. part of that. And as he beats, right? The Hornet. Um, so like all these people, so it makes it feel like, well, he's obviously involved with everything that they're involved in. Cause they're like, there's something tying them and you almost feel like it's him that's tying them. But there's, we obviously know that it's the white death or whatever his name is. Right? The white death. Yeah. White, white death. death. That was the pulling all the strings from the get go. Right, right, right. And I love that at the end. That's like, that's, uh, I literally, I they gave a big, ha yeah. Like, at the, at the end. That was fucking fantastic. That reveal's great. Yeah. I also love how this movie... I'm, I mean, uh, I didn't double check, but it felt like a Ray R movie. Did it, is it? It wasn't? Uh, it is, yeah. It, is. it has to be. I mean, all yeah, the, all, I mean, all the blood and shit that was going on. Oh. That was great. <laughs> when, when they poisoned the wedding, I'm like, dude, yeah, go all out. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. It was right. like they were, they were like in a zombie movie, uh, one of those extreme zombie movies where they're infected and they throw up and shit. Uh, or like what we do in the shadows when they turn into a vampire and they throw up all the blood. It felt like that. It was great. It was great. Um, I love how the movie was all out. I also liked that it was radar. And again, we've been complaining about this every once in a while. We're like, this movie would be way better because it clearly wants to be rated R. Right. And it was exactly. probably stopped along the way. Um, but like, this- guys, 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 mm-hmm. PG-13, we'll have more people come over. Right. And you're like, uh, uh, man, fuck them kids. Right, exactly. Don't do that. That's that's gonna get you in jail. <laughs> Shut up. Then why would you say it? Exactly. No. Exactly. You don't know shit. Um, fairy cameo. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock was a big one. She was almost a supporting character, but uh, it was like one of those yeah. reveals of the voice, right? Uh, okay, so like Bosley or something. Yeah, Sandra. Then probably Ryan, then Channing, and uh, and then what's the other one? I don't consider Michael Shannon a cameo. I consider him a cameo. Okay, then good for you. I mean, I mean, why wouldn't you? Is it because he's pulling all the strings at the end? I mean, because he's, he's like an introduced character, you know. Introduced. Like he's part. He's part of it. Well, they don't show him until the end. That doesn't matter. Even though they talk so. a lot about him, right? You know. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, Sandra Bullock's character felt like uh, what um, the FBI agent—I forgot his name. Sorry, uh, the FBI agent Cooper from Twin Peaks. You know, he talks to Diane and <laughs> and sends her all the recordings. 
Um, yes. And you um, find out that Diane is uh, the whole time is this big actress and shit. But yeah, but didn't she look a little weird in this movie? She looked heavily makeup, and I think like she was ADR. eyed I think, and I think she was ADR the entire time. A what? Uh, she, she like her her voice. Even when we see her at the end of the movie, it is not her on set. Oh, it was like recorded in like mm-hmm. a sound booth. Yeah, type of... mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They did that it for like weird and fake. I feel like she wasn't there, even though she yeah. was there. It was really weird. Yeah, um, it felt like she was. I don't know. She just got like a round the Botox out, and she couldn't move her lips or something. So, or doesn't want to show her age. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she. So, uh, yeah, it could be the case, but it did, it did I mean, feel weird. But yeah, they did that for Sauron in the Lord of the Rings movies. I don't know what that means, but. We're going to just avoid that now. Um, uh, Ryan Reynolds is probably my favorite only because it is a legit one-shot, no-voice cameo. Like, it's just super quick, and it's out. Um, but for me, fourth place would be Giant Tatum, only because, um, yeah, it does technically fall, you know, he's a very thirsty man, by the way, in the movie. And, um, <clears throat> but, like, it, it, was, it, was, it was funny, it was cute, it was momentary, sure. But, like, eh, it didn't do that much for me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I- I felt like that was the Channing Tatum from like uh, Magic Mike Channing Tatum or something. Maybe. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, uh, what do we think? I've of- never seen Magic Mike, so I don't know. It's a great movie. Uh, so, um, although bad dialogue overall because it's all fucking improvised. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, the one thing I didn't understand, and maybe you guys can help me out here. At least I don't remember understand like i don't remember what the what the why was why did the 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 drug cartel guy was like attacked brad pitt right away because he had i thought of he had the picture of what the the uh the 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 hornet what's her name sorry uh zazzy beats whatever the the snake one um the poisoner like what she looked like right that was that was not wasn't that but brad pitt was also at that wedding, he's the one that bumped into him that made him spill his drink. Oh, and he remembered it from there? M- maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe that. Did they say that? Yeah, I, I wasn't I, sure. It was no, so fast. I, I thought it was that. Because I, I thought he, when he saw him, he was like, I recognize you from my wedding. Uh, no, no, that, I remember him realizing that. I just didn't know that, that he actually did too or that. No, I thought they both recognized that they were both from the wedding. Like, oh shit, like I know you. Now I know where you're from. And he knew right away because that's Sure, that's been replaying in his mind. I mean, time. it seems like he blew his load trying to kill this guy right away, considering that he's looking for someone else. Um, yeah. It seems, you know, whatever. Fine. He's a hothead. We'll just go along with yeah. it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah okay. 100%. We'll just move on then. Um, anyway, uh, do you guys agree with me, though? Do you guys want, like, more Japanese people in a Japanese-centered <laughs> area? Besides the conductor and the concession person? Yeah, who were barely in it. Barely in it. Also, the movie did a good job of us like not realizing when everyone was gone. That yeah, you know that was cool. That they did do a really good job. That was yeah. cool. I was like, at some point, I did ask like, I don't see anyone, and like, and then like a minute later, people were, like mentioning, oh, oh, okay. Um, at least um, it wasn't like. I mean, the extras were seemed like everybody was Japanese, and they yeah, had those things no... to get out of the trade, and they met up all those people, all those people, the yakuza or whatever. They were all Japanese. Yeah, at the end, with no with no lines of that, no no characters. There were no characters. What I'm saying, for Japanese. I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. I do get what you're saying. I do feel. Well, I mean, we had the elder, right? We had. Uh... Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, we had two. I'm saying it just seems like there should be more considering where they're at, where they are. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes, I guess I do agree with you, but at the same time, like 
it's not, oh, no, it's not the biggest thing. I'm just asking. I'm just saying. It's it, to be honest with you, I didn't even think about it until you brought it up. Okay. Well, I thought about it. Um, and then don't worry about which was my favorite cameo. Also, was, was it too convoluted that thing? What was your uh, favorite cameo? Don't worry about it. I'm worried now. You don't have to. I wasn't asking eventually. I would have remembered. Uh, but anyway, would you, you guys think it was too convoluted the the whole prince's idea with the gun and the briefcase, the bomb? Yes. Right. That's way yeah, too because uh, because everything has to come was... right. It's like being too precious about your yeah. Opinion, yeah. Right? Even even Kibura was like stupid. <laughs> like uh, oh, the her dad, hostage. You know? Yeah, her yeah, hostage. Her hostage yeah. The, the the dad was like that's stupid. Like it's so even hit it in his brain was like. So much has to go right. Yeah, so much has to be. Happen. I mean, it happens to be that way because the movie's about karma, really. But and don't, don't get me wrong; it is stupid, and actually, he does dismiss her, and he does dismiss that whole interaction. Yeah, like because I and I get it; like it makes sense for had it been him, maybe he would have shot him with his own gun. But I don't know. At the same time, it's just like it is knowing your opponent that well. Like he did, she did study her enemy, which just happens to be her dad. So like I don't know, it's uh, it made it's, sense in the aspect it's too of clever like by I half. Can't, it's right. It's just it's just when she said it, you're like, yeah. why is there so much going on? Yeah, I was lo- I was losing her as she was explaining, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I was legit losing her. So, Ralph, what is your favorite cameo? Sorry about that. Come on, no. uh, <laughs> don't say. <sighs> just tell me. It's Ryan Reynolds. Uh, the conductor. Yes. The conductor. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the four. Um, that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. What were we going to say? No, nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I think I'm good. I mean, this movie is just a fun movie. It's not like anything to hang on to. It's not like like yeah, lessening sure. you or anything. Uh, the level of karma, though, and like karma's a bitch, it's like really stamped on its forehead of the movie. Yeah. So, like, I mean, he, you know, Brad Pitt is like a cooler in real life. Like, yes, he's a hitman that's cooler. A good, that's a good way to put Kids, it. ask your grandparents what a cooler is. Also, um, the, the mm-hmm. look on Michael Shannon's face <laughs> What he goes, and I finally got you, Carver. He's like, whoa! Like he goes, yeah. dude, I'm just the villain. Like, and he's so up. mad that it didn't work. <laughs> right? Like, God damn it! So mad. Everything was perfect. It was, yeah. Yeah. Everything else. Also, too precious about his own fucking plan. Uh, yeah. Which I guess uh, a very family problem there. Yeah. Like father, like daughter. Oh, um. All right. That is therefore our review of uh, Bullet Train. Check it out. still in theaters right now. We recommend it. Uh, Luke highly recommends it. Uh, Rafa and I yes, don't. definitely see it. But Rafa 10 and I out of 10. Normally recommend it. We, I would never say 10. 10 out of 10. I'll give it like a 7. Six. 9.7 um, out of 10. Okay. 9.7 out of 10. Okay. All right. It's better be in your top 10 movies of the year. That's all I'm saying. I better see right, it there. Right. The way you're saying. Yeah, it it better be fucking there. If it's not on the top 10. Right next to the princess. The documentary. Um... I don't know why I said that. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our second film of the evening, which is a Netflix animated film called The Sea Beast. Stay with us. When a young girl stows away on on the ship of a legendary sea monster hunter, they launch an epic journey into uncharted waters and make history to boot. That's not a bad description. This is The Sea Beast. Um, written by a bunch of people: Nell Benjamin, Matson Tomlin, Sam Stratton, Chris uh, Williams. Co-written and directed by Chris Williams. Let's get in there, motherfucker. Let's get in there. Chris, it's my job. Yeah, it's like he's never read credits before. Yeah, what the fuck? 
This movie stars Carl. I mean, the voice actor is an animated film. Uh, this movie stars uh, voice acted by Carl Urban of the Boys. Urbane. Urbane, yes. Uh, Zaris Angel Hater. She a hater. Uh, Jared Harris. Marianne John Baptiste. Uh, Benjamin Placeda. Placala, sorry. Um, who else? Helen Sadler. I'm trying to see. Ian Mercer. But, uh, oh, Jim Carter's in this movie. Anyway, but primarily up to, you know, Jerry Harris and Mary and John Baptiste, I think, are the top, top ones there. It's basically almost like a two man show, really. Um, anyway, this is an, an adventure animated film currently on Netflix. I'm going to start with Roth on this one as the, as the father of the, the only father here who watches a lot of, <coughs> a lot of kids' films. Aren't uh, you a not, furry father? Not for a living, mind you, but, uh, don't answer that. Um, but, uh, you know, you watch a lot of these, Ralph, way more than we do. What did you think? What was your inten- impressions on this film? Uh, I thought it was a little long, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a little bit of a... No one's talking. Anyways, I thought it was a little bit of... Kind of paint my numbers also. Like I feel like it went... Once we figured out this, I knew the movie was going to progress to this. Um, obviously, I never know where a movie's going to go exactly, but I kind of figured it out quite quickly um and it was just inevitable of what's gonna happen next you know so you're just waiting for it to happen i suppose at that point um but the movie looked good i thought it was a really good um movie itself action wise um and my my son did have the question right off the bat which is uh why are they hunting monsters why are they why are they killing monsters Mm -hmm. um which is an interesting question that you should ask. Um, I also feel like the movie was a little bit like uh, more than half it, but it's like it's like I put the bathing suit on to jump into the water, but I only sat down in the water. You know, like and you're like, okay, I didn't do anything else in there in a weird way. Um, so yeah, that's how I felt about the movie. I felt like it was, uh, even though it was something. Uh, I guess unique in a weird way, but it wasn't. It didn't feel as unique as it should have been. I suppose um, it felt like it was also stealing a lot from uh, How to Train Your Dragon, in my opinion. Uh, all right, um, I'm gonna go next here and say that I legit love this movie. The way I unexpectedly thought, uh, the way I didn't expect, and you know, obviously Luke loved Bullet Train. Um, I really love this movie. I think. Uh, um, first of all, I do in general think every story has been told. Yes, it is. This is very much How to Train Your Dragon with uh, pirates, right? Um, or more sea level too, right? <laughs> yeah. Then uh, I well, it's almost the same, right? Because aren't they pirates also in the no, right? In but they're way, in the sea, yeah. right? They're, right? they're, they're also like yeah, whatever. There's a lot of yeah. sea stuff. A lot of sea stuff for sure. Yeah. And they both take place like in a in, a, in an old century. Correct. That was a big part of it. Um, or, or part of the world building, whatever. And even the even Toothless and uh, the Red Beast here um, has some has some resemblance. And uh, I mean, I won't, I don't know if it's the same animators, but it feels like they are. You know, actually, um, I thought I thought it was, but it says like the gleam of it and everything. And Big Hero Six. So. Yeah, I just felt very similar. Like I can see. Okay. I mean, it seems like it's a Disney movie, but it's not. It just has Disney money, Disney level type of money. You say it doesn't, or it does? 
I, it, I, does, I will, it does. I will say a lot. I like the first half of this movie a lot than more than the second half. Uh, no, I loved all halves a lot. Um, first of all, it has uh, my favorite. I thought I liked the second half better. Wait, hold on. Um, I love the. Um, yeah, I would say I love the second. As a result, more than I did. Um, I didn't see a lot of things. A lot of the main things that are what this movie's trying to say coming really quite the same way um, for me personally. Um, I love the, the the animation, of course, and goes along with some of the action, like that first action scene. Those so cool, saving that other ship. Uh, that was really yep. a badass fucking sequence. Um, I don't want to say like it's not like their ten pole action scene, but it might be. It's my favorite probably. But like uh, there are others, you know, that are just as fun, fun and clever and whimsical. First, what? Uh-huh. Don't do that. You know, I can play this back. Um, well, I'm gonna have to actually. Um, anyway. Um, and I like the, uh, I like the, the characters, the characters are stuck together that, you know, hang, hang out. What are you doing? I see you do something. That's right. Um, no, I saw you like, are you talking to Luke on the thing? Are you talking to someone? Oh, no. Okay. Um, all right. I'm confused. Okay. No, no. I just saw it like, stop confusing us. Yeah. It sounds confusing. Um, what was I saying? No, so yeah, um, I really like the, the the two main characters and how yeah. they get. It feels like um, um, like Annie mixed with uh, and the guys like the Matching Commander to, guy or something. That's a good way to put it. Actually, that's uh, it. Kind of feels a little uh, like that. I see, when you say Annie, I see it now so fast. Right? So yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one. Uh, she has Annie vibes, and uh, not does, in a, yeah. not in a bad way, but definitely in an orphan way. And <laughs> yeah, 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 no, 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 that's the only way I saw. Yeah, that's the only way I took mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'll get into the stuff I want to really talk about with uh, with with this movie, which is really about yeah, how I, history I, I is do. speaking. I, you know, yeah, yeah I guess. Stuff, but. You know what? I that is probably my favorite thing about the movie. But we'll get to that later for sure. Yeah, that's definitely wow. a third act thing. But uh, yeah, I I had a lot of fun with this movie. I didn't ex- expect it. It was recommended by almost a stranger, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Whatever. Uh, I'm not afraid of animated films. I usually skip them until Roth tells me, like, gives me the okay. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what about you, Luke? I didn't like the first half. I liked the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. I did think it was a little long, especially because it's two hours for a children's movie. You probably want to get around that one hour 30 mark just to secure the little bladders and attention. Well, plans. it never came out in theaters, so I don't think so. I went straight to Netflix. Shut up. Just saying. Still. Just saying. Still. Attention spans. Still just saying. For the youngins and, and the oldins. <laughs> I actually had to do it in two sittings anyway. So. But um, definitely, I don't know why I was really irritated by the first half of the movie. And I think it was like a TV setting because it seemed like it was very, like the refresh rate was a little higher, if you don't understand what I mean. And I have that fucking thing disabled. So I don't know if it was just like the Netflix app was acting up. Sounds like a you problem. Yeah, yeah right. I don't remember any of that. But, I didn't uh, have any issues. Yeah, okay. But I didn't notice it on the iPad because that's how I watched the second half of the movie. But <laughs> I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> again, so it sounds like you hate this first half because you saw it in a different... But it's fine. It's fine. But um, no, I, I thought the animation was top-notch. And I was like, who the fuck like, made this? Like, I thought that I was like, this can't be Disney because... but. The quality is fucking really good. Like that, the CGI is fantastic. I, I will give them that. 
it is pretty cool. It is pretty mm-hmm. top notch. I agree. Um, and um, from movie, they came out of nowhere, with... by the way, not not advertised or anything. You know? uh, I do agree. Like the whole like why I never got a reason to why are they hunting the sea monsters? They just it just seems like they were just hunting them from the get go. No thing real explanation. Then you have that whole like they said know, the quote unquote propaganda thing. Yeah, it was like uh, it's like the in the old days around this time and well before too. Um, I read up on this a little bit because I, I read this one real life story about uh, these wolf hunters, the people that literally were hired by the crown or by the magistrate of a certain county to hire wolf hunter, hunters, and they would pay them a fee for like a reward fee, and it's not to eat or the whatever. It's because the, the the wolf is dangerous for the people in the villages, you know. Like or like, if one kills a human or whatever, they have to worry about it. So, it's a it's a common profession back then. <laughs> uh, I feel in real life. But did you get a different sense, both of you, any of you, about without the ending, of course, without explaining further? Like, you I mean it makes sense, right? That are hunters that hunt beasts, right? That's like a normal. You guys ever question that? No, no, right? Because there's a story in the beginning of the. It's like it's like questioning Peter Pan. I don't know. The, 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 it's all being said in the beginning, guys. No, like, I know. I'm saying, right? That's what I was, was saying. I don't know how why they started hunting. Like, dude, she says a story in the beginning. What happened? And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then there's people who still do that, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, they <laughs> went to go hunting though for them, right? Because they thought they were like bad. Yeah. Which then there's like this whole propaganda thing later on. Yes, but you know we're going ahead of ourselves in that one. Um, yes, you're right. That is that. But like, um, there really is no, I mean, it's, it's a, com- without all that, even it's a common thing back then. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But especially for trophies and shit. I mean, we've seen prey. Um, that's the thing. Anyway, um, anything else you want to say? I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, mm, no. Okay. So, um, what do we think of the the chemistry between the the obviously it's not like that kind of chemistry, but I'm saying the 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 buddy trip thing that they're doing, the adventure of this uh, grown like second in command of this notoriously famous uh, hunter ship. Uh, but, but by the way, Jerry Harris, good choice for the voice acting of the captain, the mean old bastard. Really cool. Uh, I like that a lot. <clears throat> um, but anyway, uh, what do you think of, of him and and the uh, and the young orphan? That is much more hopeful and <laughs> plays with the very first animal, you know, and, and creature and shit. Like, what do we think of this pairing? And did we find it believable? That's because that's really the the meat and potatoes of the actual runtime of the movie. And I was curious to see if it worked out for you guys right off the bat, or did it take a while, or never, never worked out for you. I first found her annoying, and then I began to love her. I meant the believability of their fucking chemistry. Bro. Oh. I believe that she was first annoying. <laughs> and he, I believe and that he, he did not like her at first. So you were kind of like with him. He, he found her, her annoying like yeah. he did? Is that I what think, you're saying? Yeah, okay. essentially. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I that makes sense. I really don't care for... It's like pulling teeth with you, trying to get you to tell me. I don't care for them kids, you know. Um, yeah, no, I guess not. I mean, even not just kid actors, but children portrayed in any way. That's <laughs> 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 a no-go for Luke here. Uh, all right. Like I said, in a non sexual way, fuck them kids. Yeah. Uh, rough? Um, yeah, no, I thought it was. Uh, no, it's a slow build up, for sure. Um, 
I thought they were going to have something. I thought it was funny for their their banter back and forth at the beginning when they were just weren't getting along. Like, yeah, hop it on. And, and he had to save that. her and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that stuff, you know. But it does it does eventually become. Uh, we're very much two of the same. We're from you know two sides of the same leaf kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Um, funny, I never found it annoying. The only thing I really found annoying, and this happens with every animated, hell, just live action too, is that you know it's unrealistic. Like, and I, I know the whole movie is unrealistic. I'm not saying that. It's right. just like she is way too. She was written by an adult. I'm trying to say, <laughs> and it was like a lot. Like you know, uh, it's only so much I can. Uh, obviously, I bought it right. It's fine. They all do it. It's not a, the biggest deal. But I notice it every single time. So you know that part, the madness of the of writing for writing a, a child character that is obviously way more smarter or way more together on this or whatever uh, feels a little whatever, a um, little problematic yeah. on my end. But you know that's just it's just the way movies are made. Um, but the core of the, the relationship, I liked it. I like both her and and the guy, and I like how my allegiance to the movie shifts um, as the movie gives you more information. Because I really kind of was on the captain's side. Um, obviously, I knew there was going to be something. But, like, I'm not saying that the movie had nothing up its sleeve. But, like, I went into this movie, like, wanting to see some cool scenes and maybe get better retrospective. Sure. But I didn't imagine that it'll be a 180 deal. And we'll get to spoilers yeah. literally in a minute because uh, basically heading there right now. Um Oh, we know. With that, with that being said, uh, before we get to spoilers, I want to say that, that yeah, the animation is very top notch. I'm sucks that this movie did not get, and it is not getting any recognition, uh, not just theatrically released stuff, but also um, it was uh, released in June for theaters. Yeah, but that was like just for Netflix and the consideration. It wasn't like right. Of course. It wasn't full out, you know, like the way I think it should have. No, 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 that's what I mean. Um. Yeah, because it'll, it'll probably it'll probably get nominated for sure. I know. I don't think it'll win. I mean, hopefully it does. No, it will. I, I'm pretty sure it will. But um, but will it win against the big P? No, it will not. It what will. is the big P this year? Lightyear. Uh, is it oh, Lightyear? Yeah. They did two though. They always do a two or three. Uh, I forgot the other one. What was the other one? The red one, right? The red turning red. Turning red, right? Was oh, it this red. year or that was this year, right? I thought that was last year. I could be wrong, though. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this. Anyway, uh, let's get into spoilers. How about that? Let's get into spoilers for the Sea Beast starting. <clears throat> I mean, unless okay, go ahead. Makoto Shinkai movie just fucking kills it. What was him, uh, What was his movie? It's not out yet, but it will oh, be. Oh, it's not out yet. I'm like, I don't remember one being this year. Um, okay, spoilers for this movie starting right now. So, my favorite scene is kind of like when I first got the, the real of what the movie is going to get into in the third act. Um, which, again, I'm not saying this movie's not obvious. Uh, it's just up to a point. Like, I didn't know everything until I knew it. And um, What specific scene are you It was about? when the girl uh, discovers that all of the books that they oh, have, the all emblems? their informations, are yep. on the, the same emblem by the Probably same royal family. Um, it makes me think of that very, you know, quotable line that they say in movies and in classrooms. <sighs> everywhere in the country and the world is that history is written by the victors, not the, not the ones that lose. Right? Yep. Um, sure. It has that and, and great overtones and in subtle ways too. Um, by the very fact that, you know, it's like not knowing where a struggle started. It's like uh, the Hatfields and McCoys, but on a larger scale, it's like humans versus beasts, you know, 
obviously the movie um, has a clear uh, uh, thing on humans starting it and the way it's definitely progressed way further than they should have. But like it's one of those things where these two these two factions, let's say, have been fighting for so long that they're just angry and nobody even knows where how it started. Uh, yeah. No one can corroborate anything, and everyone's traumatized. I like how trauma, even though it's obviously never said that way, is another component of the movie, both in the beast and in the girl and in the captain. I think those are the triangle there, right, of their history being written by these conflicts based on a lie. Yeah. you know. And that made me just as infuriating about it as uh, the characters were. I really like that stuff. That's stuff you never really get to see, not only in a children's film, but in any movie, really. So. I kind of want to go back. I mean, I would say this, but yeah, I'll probably never go back to rewatch this movie unless, I don't know, something with kids. I rarely rewatch movies. I like. But yeah, uh, but I wonder if there's like more clues that we didn't pick up of more of those crowd there, things. Or just, there might be. But I did like that they had that conversation that, that, you know, like, we don't say you are. Well, in the books, it says you do. Yeah. Yeah, that was oh, that was another fun part. That's really the beginning yeah. of it, right? When he's like, "We don't talk that way. We don't do that that way." I'm like, already right. they're getting but it. But the book says, right. or or like, oh, this monster did destroy this village. Like, no, the, or this island, but it never existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it has, that's also a One Piece thing. A lot of that in One Piece, by the way. Not to bring that okay, up to rock. There's here. a thousand episodes of One Piece. Yeah, but okay. there's a lot of that. The hidden generation, the hundred, you know, all that shit. Raf, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. Um, actually, that's probably my, my favorite thing about this movie is this: is the fact that it actually challenges history. Yeah, it, it's the one adult edge. theme in the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, of course, sure. right, no, but it, cha- it challenges history and it challenges yeah. you to think and actually ask more questions and not just fo- blindly follow what one source. Yeah. You know, one source exactly. It's like if someone sits down and tells you a story, you just wholeheartedly believe that story, nothing else. Right, exactly. Well, before the days of the internet, you know. No, I mean, and well, it's, I would say it's worse in different ways now, but, um, but you know, we in general know what happened. <laughs> I mean, despite what people say, it is round this planet. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just found all that extremely awesome. And, I agree. Yeah, percent. And you know, obviously, it's a little contrived how they get to that ending with in the platform in front of everyone and all that. And obviously, the one real movie making magic we have to kind of swallow is that. The uh, all the patrons or peasants or or soldiers, all of these people would immediately not saying buy it, but like immediately, like turn question. back on that and que- like yeah. immediately turn back to it. I'm not saying question it. I'm immediately questioning. It, I get even yelling it out, but like letting them all go and not following after they have followed for many many years. You know, it seems like um, aren't they worried about that off with their heads? Right. Thing. I don't know, but that's fine. That's a contrivance I'm happy with because it leaves my main character to stay alive and not in jail. So. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just liked all that. And um, obviously, the movie gets less actiony because the movie's focusing on other, other stuff as long the way. This movie almost feels like more of an adult movie. Hiding. I mean, itself, there's there's some adult mas- themes masquerading I mean, as a children's this. movie. I don't know. I, I think it could be. I think it could be either one. I think it's fifty fifty almost. Hmm. I think what the movie's also saying is because um, it's PG, so for anybody. But yeah, um, <clears throat> it's a. And this is the thing, you know, having a kid also. Uh, they're more intelligent than we, we give them the credit for. Uh, sometimes kids? also we give them too much credit and you're like, you're you're still dumb. I forgot my bad. Right. You know, yeah, like, it's... but it is, uh, they do pick up on things more than one can, more than you think of, you know. 
And then other things are just like, you think they know, and you're like, no, I forgot how to tie my shoes. Mm-hmm. Even though I even though I did it yesterday, I can't do it today. No, like, it was yesterday. Uh, it was a good day yesterday, okay? <laughs> you know what that sounds like to me, Rob? Sounds <laughs> like a, like real work going on there that I do not well, want. That's what I'm trying to say, but yeah. they'll watch then they'll watch something like like this, for example, and they'll be like, Yeah, like, well, yeah, not everything's believable because you know there's other things and you're like, But why? why why how do you like yeah, that's such so adulty, you know. And and then unbeknownst to you, they might pick up on a fear that you never saw coming. Like I'll never, you'll never want to get on a boat <laughs> because. Oh, right, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. The movie has well, nothing that's... really to do about. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right, afraid right. of boats for ten years, you know? right? Exactly. Um, or something, and that's you know you can't expect ex- predict that or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I will say that book, uh, that children's book that I got him today. It was like that's very similar. Like I has these other things going Could on. Could you yourself there? No. You should uh, though. Anyway, um, it has a similar things where it has all these other themes that are going on that are much more adult or what we perceive as more adults that are right. in there. And if he can pick it up, that's great. You know, if he doesn't, he picks it up when he's older, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it has that shit in there for sure. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I just like the movie a lot. Uh, I love the voice acting, everything. So, but you know, that's basically all I got on it because it's a uh, it's 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 a broad See, brush okay, so, theme. So I'll, I'll bring it because I'm obviously less inclined for this movie than you guys are. Yeah. So I'll bring in the reason that I wanted to tell you before we close on this movie, yeah. which is where I think it's uh, less than, is that I feel like it goes half in. Well, first of all, the reason this movie feels like the, the toothless thing is because of the girl and the relationship with the, with the animal, with the beast. Yeah. That and the eyes. I think the eyes are very into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, toothless, very similar. Um, besides the point. But I think it's the movie doesn't like go in on this like oh they, they well they just want to do this and i have this this little creature that's going to follow blue right i think that's, that's the name of it right um the little the little mon- soon to be gigantic monster or eventually right is that what that was i think that's what they were alluding to weren't they okay right? I, no, I my other, yeah my understanding of it right and it's just like i feel like they, they touch base on things and you're like well we gotta do this and well, we gotta do this, and then we touch base, and then we're just like, "All right, let's just keep going now." And I just feel like it's never enough. Like you don't do anything enough. Like hmm. when you did it in Moana with a chicken, it made sense, and it, everything was like it would tie it all together, you know. And you're like, "Okay, that works out." It's this, it's not just something that's included, um, even though it's just there for fun, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like it didn't. It, it felt part of the whole story compared to like. When you're just introducing this character just because I want to introduce something cute and cuddly. Or, and it just, it doesn't feel like it, I don't know, a lot of the things just felt like, oh, well, we have to have something. And that's how the movie felt like. That's why I was like, it's kind of half in on some stuff and half out. Well, that's funny. I didn't but really yeah. pick up on that. No, I, I see what you mean, but like, no, no, that bothered me at all. I thought it was like, not part of the main thing, and it was like part of the moving on. Um, like, um, like I thought the, uh, for example, I thought the 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 imperial ship that they introduced, the new yeah. and improved ship, right, was going to be a bigger deal, and it wasn't. It really wasn't. Actually, I thought it was going to be. I thought we were going to see it. Right. I thought we were going to see it almost as much as the. Yeah, the I almost thought that was going to be another. Like a the inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah, I thought we were going to see it as much yeah. as the inevitable. Now, now that we're going to be like two sides of it, and they were just like, nah. 
<laughs> you don't even need to I mean, it e- was bitch. Yeah, even up until the end, this is how much I really love the captain's character, even though, like, as a person, like, I couldn't really be friends <laughs> but, with him. But, like, he when he comes in triumphantly with the thing, I don't want that to happen, but I'd rather have him than the other guy. You know what I mean? Like, I still, like, kind of, like, pride for yeah. him, too. Like, he, the hunter made it, not the Imperial officer soldier dude. Yeah. Um, That was cool. You know, what were you going to say? But, I, I like when as soon as they rec- they showed that ship, they're like, "That's a shitty ship. It's got fixed cannons. It's got this. It's like it, it's it's not a hunting ship." Like they, from the get go, they discredited that ship. Yeah, and yeah, sure, shit. And it went through pa- like like paper. Fucking that that shit. Fucking beast went through it. Fucking like nothing. Like it was nothing. Like, like a bullet train. Wow. Okay. Pretty bad. Um. <laughs> pretty. Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty bad. Again, I, I don't think the movie's bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying you're saying, well, that. saying that. I just, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying the the stuff that you um, didn't enjoy as much. I just didn't see it, you know, as as I was. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how it is here. Um, all right. So, anything else on the on the film on Sea Beast, the Sea Beast? Yeah, the Sea Beast. Because I typed in Sea Beast, and it's a 2006 movie or something. Oh, wow. such a such a small difference. Uh, Luke, <laughs> mm, I got nothing. Uh, nothing I can think of. Let me let me think. 2008. Hmm. Don't think I know that one. So many movies out there. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end the review there. Um, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna do our last film of the evening, uh, which is of course part of our Batathon. We're gonna do the Lego Batman movie. So stay with us. <clears throat> A cooler than ever, Bruce Wayne must deal with the usual suspects as they plan to rule Gotham City while discovering that he has accidentally adopted a teenage orphan who wishes to become his sidekick. Um, barely qualifies as the actual synopsis because I feel there's more my, going on. Um, my this, biggest nightmare. Yeah, it is your biggest nightmare. This is the Lego Batman movie, Batman movie from 2017. Um, this movie stars, obviously, voice starring Will Arnett as Batman, Michael Cera, uh, Rosario Dawson, Ralph Fiennes, or Fiennes, literally Siri is in this movie, uh, Zach Galifianakis, Peter. Jenny Slate, Jason Manzukas, Conan O'Brien's in this, <laughs> Doug Benson, w- Billy D. Williams, a lot of fucking, Zoe Kravitz, it's great. This movie has a lot of people. Channing Tatum. Kate Micucci, uh, Ricky Lindham, um, Jermaine Clement, Seth Green, Eddie Lizard. Um, yeah, a lot of people that you know. Yes, Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill. Um, play a lot of different roles in this movie. And this one was written by... Well, script, uh, let's call it screenplay by 50 people, apparently. John Whittington, Jared Stern, Eric Sommers, Chris McKenna, Seth Graham Smith, and, uh, and directed by Chris McKay. So, um, this is, I mean, I definitely pushed hard to make sure this movie is included into the Battlethon because I love this movie. It is low-key my favorite Batman film, at least my favorite Batman animated film. And, um, yeah, I rarely have had that much fun in a movie theater. I have a few of them in the last 10 years that I remember. This is one of those. Um... So yeah, I'm pretty biased, nearly in levels of bias. Now, it's one of those movies where 
you know, much like Marvel movies, let's say, or the Fast and Furious franchise or the song, anything with multiple parts, moving parts, let's say, that last many years, Jurassic Park, whatever. Uh, there's a ton, a shit ton of Easter eggs in the film. And uh, unlike those movies and a lot of those sequels, however, is that it just likes to address them and not make them uh, a big part of the of the story or the plot that's going on or what they're trying to do is usually pretty unique. And I would say this is one of the more unique and coldest burns. I know it makes no sense. Our biggest burns on Batman. The, the Batman is a character. Bruce Wayne is a character. The dynamics of uh, him and the villains and him and Gotham City. I think it asks questions and kind of like in a fun way. And maybe even um, tries to get a solution at one of them um, along the way. So, obviously, this is going to be a spoiler-filled thing. We're not going to have a spoiler session. So, I mean, those are my thoughts generally on the movie. I really like the movie a lot. So, Luke, what did you think of the movie? Was it your first time, by so, the way? Is this your first time? I think you picked him for the first My time. first full-time. Okay, explain. I tried watching this movie on a plane. Oh. <laughs> Okay. However, it was a short flight, and by the time land, I had landed, the movie ended, and I never continued to see what, what happened. So I only saw, like, maybe three-fourths of this movie. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Did you uh, get as far as, what, the, the, the Phantom Zone villains? Uh, I think so. Okay. And I, I can't... That's mainly the third act, right? At one point, I thought it was going to be. I I thought I had stopped at the point, uh, the point where Batman just kind of like leaves them hanging and goes off to his own thing. Oh, when he's infiltrating his own mansion. Uh, yeah, or you know, where he leaves like uh, God, fucking Alfred, uh, the other two, uh, Robin and. Barbara, Commission, the new Bar- Barbara, the new yeah. commissioner, whatever lady. Yeah, he just leaves them. Barbara for police. Come on, Barbara for police. Fucking so stupid, but so funny. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. But yeah, so I, I, that's when I thought. But then when I was rewatching, I was like, man, I remember all these like crazy ass fucking uh, people in there. You know, like Voldemort and shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and, but, uh, and overall, awesome. fucking two X. Fucking glad I finally watched it. It was hilarious. Yeah. The, the shit they get. This is a total kids movie, but it's so good. Like I, it can be enjoyed by the parents as well. I think or it just, really can only be enjoyed by the parents because we have the or old, old enough to watch like all of old movies. You know, um, it almost feels that way. Um, Raf, what did you think of the movie? Uh, it's. I mean, it's the culmination of basically everything we've watched this marathon so far, and it makes fun of it, and it uh, brings it all to light. To be really honest with you. Um, it brings a lot of the problems of Batman. It brings a lot of problems. A lot of the uh, what's it called the, f- the the tropes of it as well. Um, I think it. Uh, I think it does a great job of uh, highlighting stuff. And uh, I think Will Arnett knocks it out of the park as playing Batman as this like over the top. I'm a loner, you know, kind of Batman. Like uh, no, no, metal no, music. no, no, no. Right, right. Uh, you know, just I, I, I dig this movie a lot, but I think just like you said, um, you it's like without watching those other movies, I don't think you catch a lot of the things that 
the movie's trying to say because it's it's literally the culmination of like all these other movies. Um, and having seen those other movies, especially specifically just recently as well, um, or recent enough that you're when you watch this movie, it hits that much harder and it hits that much funnier and it hits that much just like on the nose and it's perfect. Um, yeah, I love this movie. I like this movie when it came out. I had a great time. I still had a great time watching it. I try to tell a friend, Nosy, I don't know why you haven't seen Lego Batman movie because it's actually really fucking good. It's not just like a bullshit Lego movie, you know, um, right or anything like that. It's actually really, really good. And uh, yeah, it's an easy movie for me to recommend. Um, what's it called? Yeah, and I just can't stop not quoting it or acting like Batman because he just <laughs> such he's such a dumbass. Class slash amazingness, awesome eight pack guy, you know. Nine pack. Nine pack. My yeah, he's got. I, n- I forgot the pinnacle nine. He's got the the ninth pack. Yeah, he figured it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> he never Love slept it. leg day, guys. Um. Right. And sh- oh, two Tuxedo puff. Party. Two puff. <laughs> he can fit <laughs> in the fucking vent. Okay, so uh, I don't want to devolve into just like oh, remember that one time, but like. It very nearly can be. Obviously, it can get there really fast for me. I love this movie. I've seen it like five times. Um, and the great thing about it is that, uh, and this is like a weird great thing about it, because there are so many jokes and so many ins and outs and Easter eggs and references that some, you know, fit thematically and others like are just fun throwaways that you laugh at one. And while you're laughing, you're missing another. Like, you really are. Yeah. So like... <laughs> It's like you rediscovering parts of the movie sometimes. Like, oh, I didn't notice that the the last time I saw it. It is also like the dialogue is a mile a minute. A mile a minute, yes. uh, Once you introduce the Robin character, it's a mile a minute. It's unreal. He just talks so fast. It's hard to keep up. And Batman is literally replying to every single fucking question. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, I use some of hard pass because of this movie in my day-to-day. yeah, it's really, and also, like, it's uh, very quippy and punch. like, the, the lines are really punched up. It must be all comedians or something in the writer for that. Uh, I don't know, because I was, like, usually when there's, like, a five, six writers to a script, that's no, that's, like, a not good news, um, right? That means a lot of people went through this, and they all have to get equal credit. It's kind of weird. Um, or partial credit, whatever, however it works in the system. And um, usually can mean so many, like, rewrites, so many problems. I don't know what's going on, right? Uh, but in this case, I guess like they just fucking focus on a lot of the the mile a minute banter and the mile a minute like st- going on in this movie. Um, a lot of great, s- and also the the action sequences are also unique because of the well the animation style I would say, and because of the the world they managed to build from the Lego Movie. Yes, right. Like the Lego Movie started off this whole thing because it is uh, it is part of that world. They only reference it mildly. The most, the biggest reference is like when he calls himself a master builder because that's like reference in the original. Like he can build anything he needs out of spirit, out of anything in the in, around him, and that's part of his gift, right? That's what makes him Batman, right? Uh, right. And obviously, Batman being one of the biggest uh, Lego franchise characters from the games that's been most successful. So, like, that makes sense also. Um, obviously, Harry Potter probably topped them off, and Star Wars probably beat them too, but you know what I mean. One of the biggest ones. Um, yeah, I love all that. And obviously, like, from, like, the very first time I laughed and also enjoyed the reference so much out of the many, many, many when I first saw this movie was when they, 
when Joker says to him in the very first encounter in the opening, he's like, what, what are you nuts? And he's like, you want to see nuts? Um, and he gets the, let's go nuts. Let's get nuts. Mix CD or well, mix. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obviously a reference to Michael Keaton. Uh, right, it is. In the yeah. original Batman. Going, you want to get nuts and, th- and threatens Joker with, uh, <laughs> whatever, with the poker or whatever. And it's so yeah. funny. And like, I laughed like four times in that one joke. Um, it was great. And, um, so, but my main thing about this movie, of course, is that like, first of all, no pearls. Great. No, with Crime Alley in such a funny way. Yes. (laughs) In a selfie. I love it. In a selfie. It was so funny. I did not think they could make that funny and sad because he's staring at it. So it's serious to him, but funny to us. Yeah. (laughs) It's so, it's so good. It's so good. Um, and it tears down this this basic asshole he's like an asshole and um it tears him down to like to the very fundamentals of what a batman what batman bruce wayne's problem is and it's like he has trust issues and he is like afraid to open up to have a family or to have close ring of friends whatever you want to call it like he's afraid of opening up and he's afraid to be vulnerable vulnerable yes exactly which is classic i mean you know, a lot of characters and in, in a lot of things have that problem. But, like, it's just that Batman himself in movies, and I don't know about the animated TV shows that much, but in the movies that we've seen so far in most of them, uh, they don't even deal with that really, ever. They maybe touch on it a little, and that's it, you know? Uh, right. So I feel like this movie did a really good job at going to the core of what's Batman's issues here, problems, and, like, how... They can actually be fixed. The movie's solution to the whole Joker thing and the Phantom Zone villains is creating something that he's been missing that he should be looking into himself for. It's great. Uh, That's like a, I mean, I don't know. That's like a really great way to make a plot and a character motivation work simultaneously, you know. But I don't want to over talk too much. And you guys talk about something, though. But um, yeah. What do you guys think about that or anything else about Bruce Wayne or Batman mythos here? He's Batman. He works alone, dude. That's what he does. And there's only one person, and he's always got the best ideas. Except, does he though? Of course, to him he does. Except once he gave him that one point, though. I mean, he's the creation of his own, not demise, almost demise, <laughs> right? But he, he, he's he he's the, he creates his own problem in this movie, right? And they actually bring that up in the whole, like, welcoming commissioner, the new commissioner Gordon, right? Like, yeah, all this, all these years and Gotham is still crime ridden and all these villains are still out. Um, It's almost like they're keeping each other's job going, like, without one and the other. Like, if he leaves for a while, will Joker leave, you know? Kind of feels that way. What do you think, Ruff? Uh... Yeah, well, what I like, I like all the little connections the movie makes. Like, um, like you said, said with that "let's get crazy" thing. Um, it's the the fact that uh, uh, this relationship, you know, that he refuses to say he's in a relationship with the Joker, mm-hmm. even though we've established that he is genuine. Broken one cannot ex- right. One, one cannot exist without I the other. I felt that one. But it cannot exist without the other, kind of, right, in a weird way. And it is, it's great. And I think Zach Galifianakis does a great job as the Joker as well. He is so good. Um, yeah. Also, they do a great job on the animation, quivering of the lips, like, oh, you know, like, um, but besides the point. Uh, 
yeah, but I think it's a lot of those things that it's all. I I think one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and it's I and I bring it up because it's it's how it references everything else that we've been watching, is this like well you started off in the sixties and you've been you know doing all of these fighting crimes since then and all this is you never arrested anybody. Uh, all these criminals still exist. Mm-hmm. Gotham's still the worst place to be. Like, you haven't done anything. Like all these people still exist. Like so, what's what's the what's the what's the deal here? You know? Yeah. And what's the point? And then you know, Barbara Barbara has a point bringing that up. Like, well, yeah, I actually want to make changes, not just do what we've been doing. You know? Yeah. Like no one ever actually gets locked up, or everyone eventually makes it out. It's like a, it's like a dig at, at the Jim Gordon without ever actually mentioning him or bringing him into it. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the movies, especially the ones we've been covering, they cover Jim Gordon a bit, you know, in different yeah, ways too. Um, and in Harley Quinn, they take him the fuck down though. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been catching up on the latest on that, but it's it's, it's fun. Um, the latest on what? And uh, Harley Quinn, the show, Jim Gordon oh, and yeah. Harley Quinn. You ever heard of the Harley Quinn animated show on on HBO? It's no. like an adult. I, I I know. I think I know of it because what's her face? Doesn't she still voice it? Voice her? It's uh, the girl from Big Bang Theory. I forgot her name. Oh, I, was, I, was, I thought it was Margot Robbie. No, 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 no. It's not. Her. Huh? It's never been her. They can't. They don't have Margot Robbie money to fucking. Anyway, oh, but she she loves the fucking. She loves the fucking that character. Well, then she still has a quote, bitch. They have to meet it. You know. Um, no, they don't have that. They have the girl, the main, the, the main girl Penny from the show. Anyway, um, ah. yeah, pretty good. Though. She's great. Anyway. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, the the Batman and Joker thing is, I mean, we just went through the killing joke, right? And I'm not saying that they're, I mean, one is much more serious, obviously, than the other. And they're both great in different ways. But, like, there are some similarities there about this movie saying about their quote-unquote relationship that I can see right away in just the last movie we covered. Um, and this movie just, just does it in a funny way that almost you can just, like, ignore even or just yeah. like watch for fun but not actually think about but if you think about it it actually kind of tracks and yeah. i love that and i love that the commitment americans us being that too um have with batman over the century over the centuries over the decades sorry um watching it and, and you know reading it and all this stuff and enjoying the series and stuff in the 90s like and it adds to it it makes perfect sense it's a real good mm-hmm. callback to that um it almost feels like this should have been the last Batman movie. Obviously, that's not ever going to happen, but like, right. we could just end it on this note. Um, for me. I don't think so, Padre. For me. Padre. I love how he goes through all the father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unbelievable obeying. I love this movie. Anyway, um, what else do you guys want to reference or talk about here? Um, a lot of the great, uh, great casting. Everyone. Like Billy D. Williams plays Two Face. He obviously played Harvey Dent in the original Batman movie. So, like, oh, they do a lot of casting that go that pair up with the re- like some sort of meta ness yeah. of it. They hired Jermaine uh, Clement, who's from New Zealand, who plays Sauron, which is based in New Zealand. Um, they do a lot of that. If you read all the cast lists, they kind of make sense with it. Um, also, I didn't. Uh, I honestly, every time I read it, I always get surprised. But I never imagined Michael Sarah. As playing Robin until I see the cast. Like, I never, I just don't see it, him doing it, you know? 
I know it's him. I just I can't I can't I can't put the the voice to it. Uh, maybe he's doing an affectation. I don't know. Well, let's say Zoe Kravitz plays Catwoman as the voice, and she's actually Catwoman in the next. In the uh, next movie we're covering, yeah, 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 another one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a uh, foretelling of the future. Yeah, not yeah, not, not. <laughs> <In a> weird <laughs> way. Yeah. Um, I also I gotta say I like the way the movie ends, also in darkness, and then it ends in, in white screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, and then it's just like the way it's explained, like darkness. Every kid, every kid movie should start in the dark. Yeah, you know, like it's just, it shows you how serious we are. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it does great. Yeah. From the um, get-go, it's... And actually, I did want to mention this, actually, uh, about this movie. Um, this is something that I think me and you have spoken about, Oscar, before, about when a movie starts. The movie starts, actually, with the credits. Um, the runtime of the movie starts once the credits are rolling. Yeah. Because that's part of the movie. And I love how the movie introduced uses that as part of the movie. Yeah. It's not just like a filler thing. It's not just there to show who's no. It's part of the movie because they obviously they have to show just like they show. Well, the, yeah, you know, director, actor, they're, they're stuff. liable to do that. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. So no, I just like how the movie actually the runtime does start then and there mm-hmm. uh, when they're introducing like Columbia Pictures or whatever. You know all this. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you see the the Matrix symbol, right? When uh-huh. warp into the whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of great music cues. I love that. I love the creativity of all the bad guys and how Joker rattles off all these bad guys. And I don't know if you tell me, Roth, but I think they're all real. Uh, Condiment Man is the only one I don't know about. I like, think he's I, legit. No, I, 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 think, I think he is legit. I was going to Google him. And I think he's a 60s one. He's one of those like... Oh, yeah. Villains. one of Yeah, that's the only reason that Batman can have dumbass fucking shitty villains is because yeah, of the but, 60s. But they have everything. No. Oh. He was in the animated series. Okay. So he was well, still was. part of the thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's just funny that they have that's so much... Worse, like, they do have so much random shit, bro. It's... And it goes, but yeah, but you gotta remember the anime series stuff takes place also like if it's in the late 50s, 60s, also. Yeah, yeah, because they have uh, fedoras, right? The cops, and they have their six. Yeah, all this. Yeah, stuff. it's like old school. Yeah, um, something you never think about because we grew up a lot of that. Like gargoyles had the same thing. Like a lot of these. No, uh, no he was created for the the animated series. Oh, he was created that's for. Fine. Yeah, no, that's yep. yeah, that's what we got from it. Yeah, but I'm saying it's all um, canon. Let's just call it canon esque. Yeah. Um, oh, and then another favorite scene is like we're gonna hit them so hard, words are gonna come out describing how yeah. hard. We're oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was great. fantastic. Um, yeah. So uh, apparently the 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 writers uh, of the movie or the the filmmakers for the movie they wanted uh, more rated R villains to be in the Phantom Zone, but uh, there was like they were turned down from that and they wanted to pick more. Family-friendly villains, like from like how Voldemort got in, for example, and maybe the the, the Velociraptor. Uh, okay, so yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. No, okay. no I was gonna say the only one they got from their original list was the Mister Smiths, um, and I think the only reason they did that is because Warner Bros. owns the Matrix. Yeah, Warner Bros. owns it. So oh. I I laugh at this one. They just put Zod in there, and then Zod's nowhere in the thing. Yeah, nowhere in the thing. Yeah, that made me laugh so hard because I was just like, we just put Zod in the fans. So you, they make a big deal about it, right? right. Right, and they make a big deal about it. You know, they all see whatever Batman and all this shit, and then, and then they, they let everybody out of the Phantom Zone. No Zod. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, but some of the ones that they wanted to put in, uh, I I I read it as, uh, when I saw the movie, so I don't remember all of them. But one of them was Bill from Kill Bill. 
that they wanted to be in the Phantom Zone. Uh, another one was uh, uh, Kathy Bates' character from Misery. Why? I just don't understand. I think they wanted to go with this really horror theme. I think they wanted oh, Hannibal no. Lecter, maybe. Uh, Hannibal Lecter would have been funny. Like they all could have been funny. The thing is that no, some of these people doesn't look like they could be funny. Like Croc comes in for his one thing, he puts the bomb. He's like, I did something. I did something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bane's well, always the same being thing funny. With the shark. Yeah. It was the yeah. shark. The shark starts attacking Batman. But he's like, oh my god! And then he's like, that fucking repellent worked. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Not useless. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everyone has their bed, and everything's funnier when you don't expect it. You know. Or no, I I do agree with that. It's just. I'm, I'm is, not saying I, I, I necessarily want... I was happy with what I got, but I'm saying imagine that world, yeah. right, also. Um, <laughs> what were you going to say, Luke? I saw you. Luke, I don't know. I, I thought I was going to talk about... Uh, and I lost it. Social cues. Um, there was something I was going to say, too. Oh, yeah. So who's Misery? Oh, Kathy Bates. Have you seen Misery? The, the Stephen King-adapted movie with J- James Caan. Kathy Bates says the uh, mm, plays. I forgot her name in the movie, but she has this pig. This uh, it's about this writer who writes these famous misery books, and um, he he crashes in a snowy mountain thing. Oh, old! It's an older one, right? From the nineties. Yeah, it's not, not that old. It's just the old one. Yeah. <laughs> you were alive, you know. So, are you calling yourself old here? Um, I mean. I'm not getting any younger, but you know. yeah, I I know of this movie. Oh, you should watch like, it. It's pretty scary. Him it's pretty fucked and up. Like yeah. paralyzes him and shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been spoofed on a lot. So. A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot for sure. Um, I personally like the the whole like the the Sauron <coughs> in Kong Godzilla. Like, I just loved all of that. Like the big, <laughs> it was so much fun. It was so much fun watching this movie. Um. And how the cops are both useless, but also trying so hard. Um, yeah, I love this movie. Um, and the and the theme of family, of course, is amazing. And obviously, the the true solution to good policing is literally what they were like introducing. That both sounds boring and funny when they introduce Barbara Gordon, which is like she made it through Harvard. Uh, uh, she made a top of her class with statistics and. <laughs> And friendship or whatever she says, like communication, okay. like things that will actually work in a real police department if you actually do it. Um, and like it's like a point of like both funny and like kind of like a bitter commentary, obviously. And uh, it's great because you don't need a Batman. You need a village, right? Uh, yeah, that's it's a lot of great stuff they have in this movie. You know, I don't know. I liked it a lot. Yeah, wh- where do you guys rank this Batman? Rank it? Yeah. How do you rank bat- this Batman? Compared to the other Batmans, uh, I mean, you mean just favorites in favoritism? Is that what you mean? Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, Luke, go first. What I think about it? Um, I got to think about this too. Fuck, you know more about Batman than I do. Yeah, Ralph, go first. He's definitely the funniest one. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't think Batman's ever been comedian. Pewter. Although I will say Pewter. that sixties Batman was a lot of fun. I've a never lot of fun. a lot of I didn't fun. see anything oh, from that. So I, yeah. no, I, I hate to say it, but I think my worst is George Clooney, so he's like the last last place. Um, and we're not including the Batman that just came out. So uh, no, not yet. No, no, no we're not. It was just anything that we reviewed so far. So last place is that. Second to know. last is kind of tied with sixties uh, Batman. Which is um sixties <laughs> Batman. I can't think of his name. What the hell is his name? Oh, um Adam no. Adam West, Adam West yeah. yes, Adam West. Mm-hmm. Adam West. 
uh, Adam West and uh, actually Christian Bale's Batman. Um, For me, it's a tie between Lego and Michael Keaton's first. Yeah. So Michael Keaton for sure. Obviously, it's part nostalgia, hundred percent. Like uh, I also perfect, really yeah. defend that movie. The Gothic is so perfect in that movie. I agree. I the Gothic to yeah, ridiculous no, I, ratio I, is perfect. I, I defend the shit out of that. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I guess in the animated world, oh you no, know, this Batman's up there for sure. I think it's like second place for me. Um, but in the animated one, that's so different because it's so difficult to judge because you have to judge depending on DC and where they're doing. The Killing Joke and Under the Red Hood were like my tops. Like, like some of the Batman's are like is different because some of those are one-offs. Yeah, right. So that's the problem. Some of them are like continuity of yeah. what's going on in the Batman. Even the ones we didn't like, cover, like that samurai one, we go to fucking Japan. Right. Like, those are like I said. Those are one-offs. So like those are just like different Batman. Also included. It just won't be part. Sure. Of the, part of the. It's main, just like whatever. they're 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 all somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But like I just, I hate to say it, um, and we haven't talked about other ones that I would. Probably put closer to top three, but yeah, this is top top two for sure. I would say and between I'm in the same boat as you with uh yeah Keaton. with Keaton. Yeah, yeah. What would you look? Uh, so Keaton is Batman. Batman OG. Yeah, yeah. Well, OG for you, Adam West. Yeah, he's so, so he's like my OG. So that's like my baseline. <laughs> that's your baseline. <laughs> So he he's like my Batman. So then I think this bat this Lego Batman and then probably Nolan's Batman. Yeah, I mean I mean he has that middle movie that's uh, really really adored, really awesome. So yeah. Um so Keaton, I, Lego. I think uh, I think personally Nolan's gonna come up a lot more in conversation with the next movie because I think they both try at a realism of Batman that both do it very differently. And I really want to get into that. But uh but Nolan um I mean, Dark Knight is a strong contender, but I just think that the Keaton and this one, the most entertained and the most to think about, uh, even though the Dark Knight for sure has a lot to think about for sure. And as far as humanity and all that, it has that for sure. I just feel like this movie has that too, and it's more entertaining. <laughs> also, so. the Nolan one has was given the widest birth of time and everything. Yeah, and money, and money is no expense. Everything's no expense. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say also Batman is one of the, I mean, look at this character. I mean, we're seeing so many different types of this character. He can fit in a, in a mold for children and the hardest kind of hardcore thing you can make, you know, yeah. not that they do a lot of that because obviously they're tend to kind of lean into more like a PG 13 at the highest. Right. But, we, right. The, but radar Batman's have existed, um, you know, and obviously a different time in the eighties too. I can think. Some of what was going on there might be construed as uh, as too strong today, you know, in the, in yeah, the OG sure. stuff. Um, but yeah, I just love uh, how versatile this character can be. If like it depends on what you're searching for as a thing as a filmmaker, you know, what do you want right. to focus on? You know, um, I also love his brief stint or relationship with the Justice League. You know, I've been covering some of the Justice League movies that include Batman, but obviously he's not the main character. We did the uh, Flash... No, no, what was it? Not the Flash yeah, you would have to consider what age of Justice League we're talking about. Yeah, but There's I love how, players. like, you know, he is so... Uh, in those movies and a lot of these examples, in those movies, he's like, he is so outside everyone else and doesn't hang with them, kind of cold shoulders them, always, like, staunch and strict to his principles and what they know as his values or to the team. Like, he's barely a team player. He is, but, like, he's barely a team player. And then this one is, like, it's, like, it's way after that, and they just don't give a shit about him. 
Yeah, well, yeah, no, that it's is like that is a funny thing. That's what I like but about this and this one. Yeah, right. But at the same time, he doesn't give a shit about them either. So it's like, okay, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's more like he gives a shit of the fact that, like, it's like he doesn't have what they have, but not that he wants it with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just always thought of those in that aspect of to get real and not funny from the movie, but yeah, is that he has to. It's work still that pathetic much watching him like. <laughs> No, it is. It doesn't But he has to work that much harder because he is only human. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. To to get to you know, be able to help out or do anything else besides just throw money at the problem. Money um, and apps. Right. Don't skip Bad Day Boys. Never. Although I did, I did see this one clip from uh, the Justice League show that came out like in the late early two thousands, hmm. um, and it was. Uh, and it was something called, they were like, oh, well, uh, Wonder Woman offers, like, monetary help. Like, well, hey, my Wonder Woman stuff's been selling pretty good this last year. Oh, yes. like, uh, it would, like, like, if you guys want, I can help out with, like, any of the bills. And then Batman looks at him and goes, yeah, this thing costs, like, millions. Yeah. Run. <laughs> like, th- thanks for the gesture, but, like, it's it's fine. And you, you can you can like, afford the toilet he's paper. Like, he's like he's like I'll handle it. Like I'm a billionaire, dude. Like you, you can't handle this. Like and it's like how me, rich this place are won't you? run without me. Right. And essentially, the question is like they look at him like, "Well, fuck." Like it's not that I don't want your peasant money. It's just that I don't read your peasant. Like it's almost like he's saying that you know, and it's just a weird way. And you're like, "Damn, bro, cold." Like yeah, your little thing that made one billion dollars. That's cool. That's gonna be like a month's worth of things. Awesome. What are we doing for the rest of the twelve, the eleven months? You know, he's like, I got it. Yeah, let the, let the big kids talk right now. Right, I got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but in, and a lot of those scenes are kind of like, oh man, he's so cool, and you know, but like also like, yeah, I can leave him to be pretty lonely for the rest of his life. Um, <laughs> this kind of behavior. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of. I hate to say it. Yeah. What are you gonna do, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Anything else on the Lego Batman movie? I mean, we could gush about any scene, obviously. If I'm saying anything, uh, no, you could gush about any scene. If you're yeah. like me, go watch it. Cause I missed out. So it's it's for sure one of those movies that I feel people just ignored because it's all oh, it's Lego Batman, whatever. And I like that it does pick up from the Lego movies, so it is in its own world. That 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 Batman from those movies, right? Yeah. So that's cool, but they do something super unique and super like it just. The way they 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 include everything is really fun. It's just a fun movie to watch, and it's like like you like it's like uh, you had said earlier. You can laughing at one thing, you're missing at the other thing. It's just so much to so much to consume that you can watch this movie. Over. And every time they shoot, they go pew pew pew. Every single time they do their own sound effects. Like, yes, I love that little bit. <laughs> so uh, um, I do quote this movie from time to time too. It's great. Anyway. Um, that is it for our review of the Lego Batman movie, and that is it for our show. You have been listening this whole time, I believe, to another movie podcast. Uh, don't forget that we are a bi-weekly show. That means we come out every other Wednesday. So next time, who's next? It is Luke. It's me, boys. Ah, damn it. Uh, I mean, right on. What do you have for us in store next time? Well, first, we are going to... Start off with a nice HBO documentary called We Met in Virtual Reality. Oh. 
Yes, and but because the HBO check didn't clear, we're not going to be watching The Princess. We are going to watch uh, what I assume is the South Korean answer to Fast and the Furious franchise called Soul Vibe. Soul Vibe. Nice. I see what they did there. Soul Vibe. And where is that at? That it will be premiering on Netflix. Soon. On the 26th of August. Okay, wow. Barely making the cut there. I know. I hate myself for doing it. No, no, it's fine. It'll be it it'll be a more of a new release, I guess. What it is. It's fine. It's all good. And then we will be finishing off our Batathon. Yeah, with the Batman. The Batman 2022. From this year. Which is also on HBO. Yes, of course. Yes. If you didn't see it, yeah. Yeah, they've been hella promoting, at least with me, because I've been yeah. watching all the Batman, so yeah. <laughs> It's biting my face off. You sure you don't want to watch this Batman movie? You haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet. Why haven't you seen it yet? Um, According to us, you haven't seen it yet. Yes. According to legend. Uh, all right. So that's on store for next time. So until then, guys, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. Later. Coffee and pie. Coffee and pie. Oh, my. You didn't hear it from me.